Welcome to Cast and Crank Podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Phoenix Rods and Angler's Choice out of San Diego, California. Today's guest is Paul from Piz Swimbaits and Greg Springer. He was just on, uh, but we're having, well, uh, Paul was on a while ago, but we're having both of them on again. We did like a small roundtable with some Q&A and they tell some hilarious stories. And we had a special guest that said hi in the background, Daniel from Demiki. He would not come on, but it's still fun hanging out. So thanks again for everyone that came on. Um, check out the Patreon. Congrats to all the winners. I'm going to send everything out tomorrow. Even the two baits from last month, 86. I'm sorry, lagging. It's been super busy. Um, this month's Patreon is sponsored by Swimbait Underground. Thank you, Swimbait Underground, for sponsoring it. It's with the... There's four Rego baits, four bait wraps, and... Gosh, uh, four hats. So please check out the Patreon sign up. Gives you a chance to win one of those items, one per person. Um, and here is an ad from Angler's Choice, a great shop down in San Diego. Please go check them out. And here's a piece from them. Known for its rich tradition in sport fishing, San Diego is home to the world-famous long-range fishing fleet. It's also home to San Diego's premier fishing tackle store, Angler's Choice Tackle. Located in the alpha position on Rosecrans Boulevard, a surface irons cast from Point Loma, Fisherman's, and H&M Landings. Angler's Choice owns the title as the largest Daiwa dealer in Southern California, packed wall-to-wall, floor-to-ceiling. Whatever you're searching for, Angler's Choice has it. Whether it's super hot new Daiwa Saltiga lever drags, the BGMQ saltwater spinning reels, the legendary Lexa Tatula Arzillion baitcaster reels, the super reliable Fuego LT and the ballistic LT spinning reels, the seaboard reels for kite and deep drop are the new electric reel covers. AC has them. If you're looking for the hot new Daiwa Zakana jigs are the J-Braid and J-Floro, they got them. Daiwa's new tackle barn, travel bags, travel packs, travel rods, got them too. Everything you need, Angler's Choice has it. Not to mention the nicest and most knowledgeable staff around. Stop in and check them out at 1910 Rosecrown Street in San Diego and follow on Instagram at Angler's Choice Tackle. And remember, as always, to support your independent tackle dealers, the lifeblood of our sport fishing community. Please go check them out. You could also check them out on Instagram at English Choice Tackle. Um, can you please go check out the website, castingcrankpodcast.com? There are tons of merch on there, some hats, some shirts. Appreciate that. Um, and also we have... I don't know. Oh, YouTube. I'm trying to work on that. I'm trying to catch up. I'm going to try to get this one up as soon as possible. And next week is a great one, I think. We already did it. So Jerry Rego, great podcast. There's some uh, another one also with it, so I'm hoping that both of those are probably going to air next week. i got to figure it out. But please listen to that one. You guys will love it. Uh, the YouTube got screwed, and I said that on the live video. The video, uh, I'll have Rego up the whole time, but my camera dropped out and it broke. I don't know what's wrong with it. So time to buy a new camera, whatever. Um, and please give us a five-star review on iTunes and follow us on YouTube. Subscribe. I fucking hate doing the video. You don't like doing video? <laughs> you can tell because I never put them out on time. Uh, <laughs> it just, just uh, I hate looking at myself. You know what I hate? What? Traffic. You hate, you hate fucking driving through Dude, LA? Oh, the five is the worst thing ever. You don't drive to San Diego much? No, not no. really. If, if I'm going to go down south, I'm probably just going to meet up with Greg at the lake or something like that. And that's more towards east than it is south. Yeah. Um, so. 
I should introduce these two guys that are on the podcast right now. Greg was on, what, maybe a couple months ago? Yeah, I think in February or yeah. March. And then Paul was on about a year, a little over a year ago. Yeah, probably. He wanted to get his uh, own uh, video version, see his beautiful face. So we're going to do a video version now. Yeah, okay. I think I think you wanted me on here more than I wanted to be on <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, when you asked me, I was like, I have nothing to talk about, like, like nothing at all. So I open it up to like Q&A on my Instagram, and then I get like two serious questions and then like 40 non-serious questions. Like, how do you pick up the 710 split? <laughs> like, you don't. You just pack up your shit and go. I wanted to take uh, Jared Swagford. Swafford, you know who that is? Yeah, kind of that guy. Him. He's really good at bowling. I'm like, oh, you got to fucking bowl against Piz, dude. He'll fuck you up. I don't want to get in a bowling alley anymore. No? When's the last time you bowled? When's the last time I bowled? Uh, it probably about four years ago. You're done with it. Yeah, the kids The kids wanted to go bowling. I don't mind taking the kids bowling, but um, I think the last time I gone was was a few years ago but the last time i actually went to like actually bowl something was probably over 10 years ago now no way yeah fuck man so i'm just done with it like i got burnt out on it real fast yeah. i hope i don't get burnt out like making swim baits because that's a question do you ever get burnt out oh all the time yeah i'm burnt you ever out get right burnt now. out like where you're like i don't want to see anything fishing no not never no, like that just no. making the swim baits because i i enjoy like you know other people catching fish and stuff like that like you know when, when guys are telling me like how, how good a bait is or you know how good their catches are or or just anything positive you know about um the baits in general like it, it just it, it uplifts me and, and I, I do want to make more and i do want to make them better you know yeah like i'm always tinkering with baits that are good to see if i can make them even better you know yeah. guys are always accusing me like oh this bait is way different from the last one i got and i'm just like well there's really not much difference you yeah. know if anything you know i tried to make them a little bit better every single time i mean there's just when some... you say better like do you actually pour a new mold for them no no uh i'm just talking like about like hardware tu- tuning, tuning them okay yeah, tuning and stuff like that like i'm i'm always trying to better myself you know as far as making baits and stuff like that which which i think in the last i don't know three four years uh they've they've come a lot long ways than some of like the original versions yeah you never take take them to get tuned because like to row or nothing like that okay so i i you know like we talked about the last time i, I basically use row to um make a master uh-huh. out of my master okay because I don't think I'm like the greatest carver at all. Um, so I know that there's some, you know, discrepancies that, that he could fix, you know, as far as like mirroring. So that's about it. He doesn't make my mold or anything. Mm-hmm. Like I make everything myself. Um, that way when I'm building a bait, it's the way that I want it to be, not the way that I told someone uh, how to be. So Will they do that too? Well, because they do design. They'll do... Yeah, they'll do. People design. could come with baits and be like, "Hey, make me a bait that looks like this." <laughs> yeah. So actually, uh, just recently, I gave him free reign on a bait called the um, the Chief Shiner, um, and we made a little chief and a big chief. And um, basically, I told him, "I go, I don't, you know, I wanted to make a shiner, but um, I don't really have the time to do it because I'm just slammed with orders and whatnot." So I said, um, "I'll just kind of give you free reign. So let's just take the the carp." Um, that we have on file and let's just stretch it out and then I'll let you put a face on it. Just, just make it a shiner face, you know? And it took a, it took a few months for him to do it. And 
it came out pretty cool. You know, it, it looks different than anything that I would have carved. And that's what I like about it. Like, um, it's, it's, it looks natural. It kind of has a weird face to it, but like, I like it. Like it, 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 it flows well. And, and that, that bait is actually pretty phenomenal. Like, um, do you, so when you do that, they give it back to you to swim. Cause you got to make sure it swims, right? Are they yeah. doing this? So, so the reason why I used that particular bait, uh, the carp as the, the model basis for it is because the bait already swam good. And I figured that if you're just elongating the bait, it's only going to make it better because usually bigger baits swim better. So, I mean, my thought was it's probably going to um, have some of the same characteristics as the carp glide. And then um, it's just going to have kind of like a different face. But when I got it, it's totally different bait. Like you can't even really tell that it was a carp glide at one point. That's cool. So, I mean, that's about the, the only thing I've used them um, to as make, far as, to it, make a bait. as, as far as making something that yeah. wasn't originally my carve and stuff like that. So, which I've never, I mean, I guess you could do that. I've only heard of a couple people doing it, but I mean, it's a cool collaboration for sure. I mean, yeah. like something it, different, you know, like you said, you know, I've, I've talked to him about like, um, like how much it would cost to just get some, like if, if you were just had no carbs whatsoever and uh, you wanted him to make a bait, it, it's expensive and oh, rightfully sure so. It it's rightfully so. I mean, they're setting you up for production. So I would expect to spend five figures on, on masters and everything else like that. It's uh to make that step to full production. Like, you know, I just the only the only shop I've been to is Caesars and they're going, you know. They yeah. got like a shop. You're still a one man show doing that. You must get fucking yeah. tired, bro. Well, you know, I do have I do have help. Um, my buddy Brad helps me um, pour some baits, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So he has like a set amount, uh, or he has the he has about eight different uh, models that uh, he will pour, and then I'll pour the others. So okay. uh, I just kind of give him a list, like, hey, we're we're gonna do these, or or we're gonna do those, and then he just pours them out and. and prep some and stuff like that to the point where all I have to do is just, you know, double check the sink rates and do any fine tuning if I need to. But, um, he's been pretty good about it. And, um, and then I had, uh, Mark helping out a lot. Uh, the guy from Chuck Bates. Yes. Uh, I had him helping out a lot. Um, uh, when COVID hit mm-hmm. because he works for the movie industries and the movies just oh, weren't yeah, going. So, so he had, you know, he had a lot of spare time, and he offered his help, and, you know, that was cool. Uh, Greg's actually come up to to help, what, once or twice? I think twice. Yeah, twice. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, uh, you know, he we, we did some work before, like, um, I think it was, like, BABC or something like that, or, or Toxic Day or something. I think it was Toxic Day. The Can you scoot the mic up a little? The second one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that was. Are one you gonna of do them. it this year? Dude, right? I even I even had Mark Rogers helping me out one time. No he came way, up, dude! I had him sanding. You know, I had I was bossing him <laughs> around and everything else like that. <laughs> are you guys gonna do Toxic Day this year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we're gonna cool. go up. So um, we're gonna stay. I with... gave you a quitter, Mike. Now I'm sorry. That's okay. I fucked him up again. Gosh, sorry, Paul. Man, what the fuck am I doing? Okay. Well, we had the fancy ones I bought, the Joe Rogan mic stands, but they're, they clamp on the table, and I have a glass fucking table, and they're made for outside, so outside I have like a concrete table we sit at, sure. and I have it all clamped, and it's the nice, then I got these fuckers, and I'm like, ah. But aren't the cameras clamped to the table? But they're not heavy. Oh, uh, I gotcha. Yeah. 
Thanks for you, you notice a lot of things there, Greg. I do. You're good. Is that why you have him as your bait tester? Because uh, he notices. Well, I mean, he he does test some baits, and he obviously knows what he's he's looking for as far as the action of a bait. So, um, so yeah, I mean, and, and I trust him. You know, I, yeah. if if something's off or something's wrong, I'm not going to say, "Ah, oh, dude, you're wrong." That bait's yeah. perfect. That bait's, that bait's perfect, and you're just you're just lying. That takes a lot for someone to be able to take uh, criticism from someone, and if if it's honest, you know, opinion. But I'm sure some people are like, "Fuck you, man! I don't want you." <laughs> well, yeah, there's plenty of that too. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you my honest opinion, whether you want to take it or not. Um, some people do, some people don't. Um, I'm not afraid about hurting someone's feelings because at the end of the day, if they want my feedback, I'm going to give it to them. Um, and Paul's been good with that the entire time, you know, and we were talking about that carp and the main thing that I have told him is like, you know, there's a lot of baits you can fish slow. There's a lot of baits you can fish kind of fast, but there's not many you can do both to. So you got to figure out a way to make it do both. That way it's versatile. Yeah. And that's what everybody wants. Every mic keeps falling. It's a quitter, dude. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's like, it's like I'm just gonna be talking. Yeah. Like <laughs> Isn't there um, a movie like that? Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, I, I is, is there? I think there's a movie Dude, where I, they keep falling. Oh, I'm thinking of fucking Talladega Nights, where he's always like, uh, oh yeah, <laughs> I don't know what to do with my yeah, hands. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, that's that's a lot of 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 what you know makes a good bait is is how versatile you could fish it you know um there's obviously some baits that that excel at a slow speed you know and then there's uh, you know some baits that excel at an erratic speed and you know to have a bait that that can do both um is hard you know i mean there's a lot of tuning there's a lot of testing that goes into it yeah and then sometimes like i you know like i said I, i think i have it right and i either try to make it better or i try to make it worse yeah. You know, like, like I have to push the limits. So like, like if I'm making a new bait, um, more so a glide, not so much a wake bait or anything else like that, because those are, you know, pretty, you know, self-explanatory as far as, as the build goes. But as far as glide baits go, I mean, I, I, I probably have, um, I don't know, maybe anywhere from like eight to 20 testers before I'm finally happy with one. And then sometimes it's like, the first one was perfect, but I still go out and try so to make it. So you're still trying eight times yeah. to make it better. Yeah, yeah. I would say I would say six to eight will times. Will you? Will you? Since you're making the bait, though, like if it swims perfectly slow, will you just put it out as like, hey, this is how you fish it? I have the perfect slow, you know, wine glide bait. I'm not gonna fuck with it more because I could sell this and it'll work really good if I use it that way. Or are you gonna go? I need it to be able to burn. I need to be able to. Uh, originally coming up, I was, I was happy with that. Like Mm -hmm. I thought, I thought, okay, so, you know, and I think that's something a bait company could be happy with. Like if I, if I go to buy a bait and I know it's going to be, you know, a slow wine glide, but it's going to fish perfect. I don't mind buying that and then buying another one, you know? Yeah. Well, uh, I, I would say, you know, if you're comfortable with the way a bait works, then go ahead and put it out. Yeah. You know, but um, I would say that the feedback that you get from your customers uh, is going to be like they want versatile. Yeah, they're going to want something that's going to be like, um, you know, something to swim fast, something that swims slow. Because, you know, uh, most most customers 
uh, expect that from a bait that costs one fifty plus. You know what I mean? Like 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 if you're buying a forty dollar bait and it doesn't do something, well, it's only forty dollars. You know, invested. You know, so you get you get. It's like a plastic then. Like if you're gonna buy a hut or something like that. Well, I mean, uh, well, like the I'm, ta- I'm talking is like, 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 like a, let's say a river to sea, yeah, yeah river to sea, yeah. you know, or savage deer or something like that. I mean, and I mean, uh, it, it's, it's not always you get what you pay for because there's been such an inflation in baits. You know what I mean? Like, like baits have become more and more inspe- uh, expensive now. Part of the reason is popularity. Part of the reason is materials. Like I, I couldn't get materials for baits um for for a while was that due to covid though uh yeah probably <clears throat> but yeah. i think popularity is a different uh another thing you know like where just when i started this fucking podcast i've seen the bait makers go what tenfold dude you know fivefold for sure like companies coming out and there's different um like a different tiers now of bait makers you know like it's crazy I think there always has been. You just didn't really see them. Maybe, social media. Maybe just, social media. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and since you're doing your podcast, you're talking to a lot more people. Exactly. You're, you're opening up doors yeah. to uh, different types of fishing that, that you probably didn't even know existed before. But, I mean, even new companies like, that have been around, I mean, for not three years, four years, is pretty new, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. How long have you been doing it? I've been making my own bait since 2012. 2012? That's a yeah. long fucking time. Dude. You're coming up on 10-year anniversary, huh? Yeah. I should probably put something new out. <laughs> I already have like 40 baits in my catalog. I don't think I need to be making anything new. <laughs> but alas, I do have new baits coming out. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm always. And, and, and you know what? Some of the new baits I might not even sell. It just might be something that be like, hey, hey, dude, try this bait out. You know, try this out. You know, I think you'll like this. Type and of when thing. you're tinkering with stuff like that um, and you're going to think of something new. What's the procedure? So, like, you can only make a glide so much or a crank down. Do you ever think, man, there's got to be something fucking different, something different? Yeah, like I, a, I've, I've talked to Greg about this, you know, and I've, I've talked to Johnny. I've talked to, you know, guys that I talk to on a regular basis. And and um, I'm like, what are, what am I missing? Like, what, you know, because when you're, when you're building them and you're making them all the time, it, it's hard to see, like, like that far like into the future, like what's going to be the game changer. And in my opinion, I don't think there's going to be like a real, a bait that comes out that's just going to be like, Oh dude, you know, this blows everything out of the water. You know, you know, there's something new and, and something, it's going to be some type of design, like, you know, the, the head case type thing, or, you know, like the A-Rig when the A-Rig came out, that was like the game changer. You know what I mean? Even though umbrella rigs have been out for so long, it's just that, you know, pros necessarily weren't using them. And I think that platform helped a lot of people, uh, you know, get into making a rigs because before you knew it, there was like a hundred different a rigs you could buy. So, I mean, now you see, you know, a couple pros fishing, you know, swim baits and stuff like that. So that's going to help, you know, the popularity and stuff like that. Um, even, even just this last Bassmaster classic, someone was using, you know, a swim bait. So that's crazy. So it's wild. Yeah. I mean, that's another hard thing is, is like, it's a tool, I guess. And people are figuring out how to use that tool. Right. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Yeah. And not just, you know, there, there are some pros out there. Uh, I think Steve Kennedy, is Steve Kennedy, one of them, or am I got the I'm wrong? Not sure. I don't know. Palinick's a big swim bait guy. Right? Palinick yeah. is, um, yeah. 
who's the guy that won the Clear Lake on the uh, on the HUD, like 10, 12 years ago or something like that? Oh well, it wasn't on that. Well, Skeet Reese what was doing the Clear Lake tournament, and he did pretty good on the Rago. Oh yeah, did he? That. Yeah. I mean, there was one guy. I, th- I think it was Steve Kennedy. I'll, I'll look it up. Um, <laughs> Fact checking. Yeah, this guy doesn't um, want to have, have one fucking thing wrong this time, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the, the, yeah. Get himself yeah, in get, trouble. Yeah, getting to, getting to that, you know, I'll just I'll just say that um, we were talking about um, my day at Pyramid uh, and uh, catching that big fish, and then uh, we got talking about uh, something else. And you asked me a question, and I thought that uh, you were asking me the question, but you were asking the question about the other guy, and I said, "Oh, he caught it on the the DDT." And um, thinking that we were talking about my fish yeah. and, um, it, you know, the other guy took it the wrong way. And, you know, I just I wanted to mend that. So, yeah, um, I think it's, it's hard because we're having a conversation like we would. Like if I just seen you, like I'm like, hey, what's going on, dude? And yeah. it's like I say some random shit. Sometimes I don't remember or sometimes all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fact check that. You know. <laughs> but I'll say, you know, I say whatever and you're right. talking because that's just what I'm doing. I'm talking to you guys. I know, I know. So for 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 a lot of people it's kind of like uh you listen to Joe Rogan, you know how much bullshit he says? You listen to any podcast. That's just not true. Yeah, Joe Rogan's got some out there podcasts. I mean, they're they're great. Like I I listen to some of those uh podcasts when when I'm making baits and stuff like yeah. that just to have some background noise. If I'm not watching like I Love You Man or Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Like <laughs> like I think dude Slap of the bass. Yeah, for real. <laughs> so I I've seen I probably have uh played I Love You Man about 18, 19 times in the last 30 days. Like It's I, on Prime though. It was on Prime. I know, but I got I got it on Amazon and I just I bought it. Like oh, I, did you? yeah, I bought that. I bought Forgetting Sarah Marshall. That's I, a I, great I, movie too. I buy a bunch of them just so I get like 21, 22 Jump Street. Just just ones that I can just, you know, listen to and 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 laugh while I'm Hot Rod? Hot Rod? And hot Rod? You you gotta be. You've never seen Hot Rod? Is that? Uh, I've seen Hot Rod. Oh, fucking Andy Samberg! It, you, I think you'd like it. If you yeah. like those movies, you'd you definitely like it. Is that the where he's the uh, the race car driver Stunt or something man. like that? He's oh, he's a stunt. Okay, it's fucking hilarious. I, I've seen it as a, as the movies are scrolling by. I've yeah. seen it. But um, one of the funniest movies that he was in was That's My Boy. That's a pretty Adam Sandler. Sandler. That was, yeah, that was a funny movie. That was pretty funny. So. Have you ever watched uh, The Wrong <laughs> Missy? Yes. How funny is that, motherfucker? Oh, dude, I told I told uh, Andrew Swaim about that movie, and he's like, "Dude, this is one of the funniest movies that one of the funniest new movies I've That's seen." That's the in problem. A while. New, yeah, I haven't seen many funny new yeah. movies. Yeah. And people are gonna be like, "What the fuck are you guys talking about movies <laughs> for right now?" I know. Movies Isn't this a fishing well, podcast? Well, it's no, it's a fucking well, fishing just, lifestyle. Just, you know, just to have some uh, you know shop background noise. It's either movies or music, and then like probably you know, like uh, I've always said I'm big into music, but I. I, uh, for like two months straight, I listened to nothing but grunge, you know, and, you know, do I feel like music helps me paint and be more creative sometimes? I think so. Yeah. You know, so it's just been pretty much grunge and reggae, you know, I, that's, I'm not a big a grunge. I'm into, I can't listen to reggae, dude. It's summertime. You got to, you got <laughs> the flip flops. No, I listen on, to you some got, fucking, you know, napalm death or something. Uh, well, I'm going to fall asleep listening to it. Or yeah. What? <laughs> So don't kill myself. I'll wake up. <laughs> yeah, but there, um, so there, yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, that's a lot. A lot of people got to think about the podcast. It's like we're just talking, and sometimes people say like something a little wrong because you remember something different or you hear something different. It's yeah, it's a couple times. Too. It's not. Yeah, scripted it's on the script. Yeah. No, it's yeah. unscripted. Which isn't. Let's talk hookup or English Chronicles. 
There's no like commercial break. You could say stack our papers here. Fun. Yeah, I mean, I got shit. I got some notes here, but I mean, it's uh, you know, like a Q and A you know type of thing, and and I get like two serious questions. And, <laughs> <laughs> <you know? laughs> this is what these guys they same shit on mine. Sandwich, another sandwich question. What's your favorite sandwich? Uh, these guys are jokers. But, like, hey, but the first time I did go fishing with Paul, uh, he scoot your chair up. Oh, sorry. Great. He did catch a fish eating a sandwich. I will say that. Uh, you know, well, you were eating bait. a sandwich. You yeah. Got fish. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was dying. Like, of course he did. Yeah. It's a. Uh, I've done some pretty uh, funny things catching fish. So, uh, like, uh, I went to North Carolina and hung out with Johnny and a bunch of guys, and we're out fishing a pond. And uh, at night, they call it the conjuring pond because it literally looks like the conjuring. Oh, no like, way. Yeah, it's spooky. like you got the spooky, you know, uh, fog coming in. And, you know, there's like, like you can hear a goat in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's out on the sticks. You know, it's like you're not in the city. You, you know, the only light you got is from the moon. You know, that's it. And um, I was fishing the, the creep and um, I, I got hit. And then it missed and I got hit again and it missed. And then finally I hit again and I snapped it off. And then, you know, so I'm, I'm just kind of standing there. And then next thing I know, I'm walking to the left, uh, back to where the guys are at. And, um, my fish was just splashing right there at the shore and it had the bait bait with the bait in it. So, so I I basically caught a fish without any line tied to the bait. (laughs) Damn, so, dude. So we picked it up. I mean, it was uh, that was my first North Carolina fish. How was it fishing so, back there? Uh, it, it's different, you know. Um, you know, out, out where I fish, you don't have like these long flats and stuff like that. You, you know, you know, we have steep walls out here. You know, we we have steep water. You know, forty five degree banks and stuff like that. Big drop offs. You know, lots of ledges, lots lots of points. And out there, it's more flat and the more rounded um like a giant pond yeah 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 like a giant bowl i mean there there's few and far points um but i haven't fished like a whole lot of places out there like i've fished a couple different places you know in uh in virginia uh, i fished at this place called uh custis mill pond that has like a total rich history to it like george washington fished there oh wow yeah it's part of the george washington uh, Custis uh, family heritage and it, even like on the wall it has like pictures that you know that says like George Washington fished here it used to belong to Martha uh, Washington who was Martha yeah. uh, Custis so I mean it's got some it's got some really rich history and it's it's a it's like a private club so a buddy of mine Keith he uh, he's a member there and you know he invites friends out to come and fish and stay so we were out there and it's pretty wide open though like fishing no, not as what you think. Of. Not not what you think. I yeah. mean, uh, I mean, if you're calling it wide open, like catching like dinks and stuff like that, then yeah, I mean, you can get on a dink bite, type, you know. But I mean, if you're trying to catch like you know, bigger, sevens or eights, yeah. So they they have them there. They definitely do have them there. Damn. So uh, he's caught some, you know, a lot of the guys have caught some good fish out there. So they they basically rent that, uh, not rent, but they stay at that place like for the Swimbait Universe gathering. Okay. You know? So we'll go out there and we'll have, um, you know, raw burgers and, and raw steaks because raw the, guy, <laughs> dude, the, the guy that's cooking them is like bloody, cooking man. in the dark, you know? <laughs> so like, like that's, it's, that's just the running joke we always have is like, you know, 
So how do you, no how do you want trips your, after that? Yeah. Right? How do you want your steak rare or extra <laughs> okay. rare? Have you gone back there too or no? No, I've never been back east. No. My dad used to live in Florida. A lot of places I would have loved to fish there, but never did. You never went back there though, with your dad to Florida? No. No? No. Damn. You've only fished locally then, like our up and down California coast? Yeah, I've fished Michigan, um, which was awesome. I've been there twice um, for smallmouth fishing. Our buddy lives out there, and he's like, dude, in May, it's 100 fish days on top water. Like, wow. And they just walk the bank. They don't have a boat or anything and these rivers and stuff. And we're like, all right. He's like, come out in May. Uh, you know, snow will be gone. And his birthday's on Cinco de Mayo. So it was just like, we went out there for a couple of days. Why not? And we're trying to figure out what we're going to pack. It's like, okay, top water, top water, top water. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'll bring, I'll bring an injected punker. Why not? I yeah. don't have to have a crazy rod to throw it. And uh, it was a cold snap. So it wasn't exactly that good. And... I was like, forget it. I'm just going to put on the punker and I'll just fish this thing all day. I think my second cast, I got one at the bank. And then I actually got my PB on the injected punker there. How big was that? We didn't weigh it. I mean, my buddy that lives there, he says between five and six. Fuck, that's big, dude. Yeah, it was ugly looking. Yeah. But it was so awesome. Fight was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Those things pull hard, especially in the current. Oh, it's it's a lot of fun. No, I bet, man. I'd I'd love to go do some smallie fishing. Yeah, yeah, then we went back uh, the next year, a month later, because we didn't want to get... I mean, it ended up snowing that trip the first time. Oh, did it? Fuck. Yeah, and I was catching them on the punker in the snow. <laughs> it was crazy. Um, but the next time we went back in June, and it was like 95 degrees and super humid, um, and that was wide open. We Between me and my two buddies, within like two hours, I think we had 100 on top water and then like uh, a couple on plastics fuck dude in one spot damn that's good <laughs> it was pretty crazy yeah. pretty crazy yeah, i would I always it. love i mean i've never felt i've never been in a uh, like on a big bite like that down here i'm sure you have you've been fishing long enough to where you get on those bites where it just goes open i mean i've had like i've fished barrett um and that can be pretty fun pretty wide open nothing giant for me there nothing really big there but it's just fun to change it up a little bit um, in Vail, when it was open, that was, you know, 50, 60 fish on whatever you wanted to throw. Caught them on rat, caught them on punker, caught them on frog. When did that close? When did Vail close? Oh, it's been a few years now. They had that TV show, Top Hooker. Remember that show? No, I've never seen and it. And they had, did it at Vail Lake. Oh, they they did, did all kinds of random shit, like like uh, casting. and Yeah. Yeah, like it was a pretty cool show. But. And the day that... I ended up fishing there the first time they had uh, a surveying boat out there. So all you heard was, and the fish didn't even care. No way. Didn't even matter. Oh, fuck. I think the only fishing show that I watch is like City Limits Fishing. Oh, Mike Iconelli. Mike Iconelli. No, it's not. But I mean. A long time ago I did. I watched Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't even watch like Major League Fishing. I don't watch. I don't really watch anything anymore like no <laughs> i'm just it's I'm all just youtube just stuff, forgetting Sarah Marshall, that's it yeah <laughs> as far as uh, fishing stuff goes you can find what you need on youtube or even stuff yeah and there's 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 some good youtube channels out there for sure yeah i mean um there, there's a few that are probably geared towards swim baiting um but i mean there could be more like like i i always joke around and say that you know 
my YouTube channel is world famous and stuff like that, but I don't even think I have 300 subscribers. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's like, I could I could probably take the time and and work on my YouTube channel and you know how much work that is though. Like no, do I don't know how much work that is. That's <laughs> why I haven't really gotten like into people it. People go, why don't you put these videos out quicker? It takes an hour video takes me the whole time to watch it. Mm-hmm. I watch it and fast forward, so it's like really fast. You know, but I if I miss a spot, I go back because I flip it back and forth. Mm-hmm. So it takes me like three four hours depending on the the fucking video. Then I got a color correction and I got to export it. So it's like an eight hour process. I'm like, don't fucking eight hours, you know, to do that. Yeah. And yeah. then I do the audio on, on that's a tone deal. I, I have everything I need. I have the, the cameras, I have the computer, I have, you know, all the stuff that I need. Um, but I just, it's you don't like, have the time. I don't have the time. Right. You know, I like, mean, like I, I, it's almost getting to the point where I, I should, I should just hire a social media manager, you know, to, to run my stuff because it's like if I post something, I'm getting DM, you know, DM, DM. Eight, eight to you know eight to however many questions about a bait or you know, mo- and most of the baits are like, when's the next drop? When's the next drop? And I'm just like, <laughs> I, I don't know, you know, like like I just like for the the Star Wars May the Fourth be with you. Um, like I, I did 162 baits, and then as soon as those were gone, the next you know I posted you know the next uh, picture up there, and it was like, when's the next drop? <sighs> It's like, <laughs> how long does it take you to turn over 162 baits? Oh, that took two months straight. Yeah. Is that like eight hours, five days a week? Um, no, that's like 24 hours, seven days a week. Really? Yeah. It's, it's. So that's where another thing is like, that's worth, totally worth the cost of the bait. Totally. You know what I'm saying? Well, like if you I think mean, about the price. I mean, I'm exaggerating, but like I start, I start anywhere between like, well, okay. So the kids were in school, you know, they finally went back to school. So I was, you know. I was taxiing them to school and then I'd, you know, stop and, and get something to eat or drink. And then, and then I would start. So I'd start my day about eight thirty, and then, um, I'd go for about four hours and then I'd have to go pick them up. And then, um, if it wasn't too hot, uh, cause where I live, it gets super hot. I mean, I would, I would work until about two or three o'clock and then I'd have to take a break because when the sun gets on the other side of the house, it just goes right into the garage. Okay. And then it being summer, like, it goes into the garage until about 7 p.m. So, like, right now when it's 100 degrees, like, I, I can't do You're anything. working from, like, 8 to, to 12 or what? Well, now, now that the kids are out of school, I'm starting at, like, 7 in the morning. Um, sometimes sometimes they're there, but not often, just because, you know, I don't want to wake people up. Yeah. But um, so I'll start early, and then I'll go until, like, 11, and then it's just too hot. Like there's and then time come back in at eight or nine and work yeah, yeah yeah so you know I'll go until like um, you know I just I'm just too tired like I'm just seeing cross eyes you know I just, yeah my eyes are just too tired and oh, you know working just come he's hang killing time so working uh, sorry you know working around, working <laughs> like, around who the, the fuck tools. is this guy walking you don't have to explain uh, yourself yeah. you're fine <laughs> um, so like working around like tools and stuff like that and yeah. I, I don't want to work when I'm tired because like I don't want to you know, be too tired working on the bandsaw or be tired too working on something like Dremel or something, then, you know, nick my finger off or something yeah. like that. Do you, so, um, do you, uh, like do the micro balloon stuff? Do you kind of cover your head and do all that shit? Wear a respirator? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Do you cover yourself and all that? Have you been doing that no, the whole time? No, I don't know anybody that does. Do you? Wears a hazmat suit while they're 
making baits? Uh, fucking Eric from UFO does, dude. He's really big, ha- yeah. hazmat suit. Yeah, I think uh, JSJ goes pretty hard too on it. Like, where well, he... I mean, I've talked to the people at the place that that sells the stuff. Oh, did you? And, and then they're like, if you got like well ventilated areas and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, you know, you pour the powder in, it's going to be airborne and stuff like that. But I, I think, I think it. Uh, people don't realize that all you really need is is a particle mask, you know, like a dusk mask. Because if you're using like what, like a paint respirator, you're not helping yourself. You're hurting yourself because all that stuff is just getting trapped, you know, yeah. dust particles. Yeah. But when you're when you're painting, you know, you want to wear a paint mask. So when you're sanding and stuff like that, like I just use you know like a dust particle mask. Um, and then if ever I'm using like you know bondo or filler or you know anything else like that you know i'm always wearing gloves when i paint i'm always wearing gloves because you know will that I, get I into your, your the filler and the bondo will, will yeah fuck with you? well you? I, I mean I, I it says it does i mean obviously Absorbs with long your skin yeah. and stuff yeah oh with, no with i long, mean this is like something cool sure. to hear because it's like i'm i'm bad at that when i fuck make fucking around with something but you're doing this 24 this is your job so you're you're touching it more than the regular person would be yeah. touching the bond. Well, the also fillers. at the same time, you know, I, you know, you know, we have natural oils on our fingers yeah. and stuff like that. And you start handling baits, you know, without gloves on and you're going to, you know, you're going to contaminate your baits, you know? So, um, yeah, I, I use, uh, you know, protective masks, uh, as much as possible. Um, just for the simple fact that, you know, I, I gotta, I gotta live for the kids. You know? Yeah. No, uh, I, I mean, I like hearing that. I mean, at least, yeah. If someone else hears it, it might help him. Yeah, I know JSJ was like a lot of people loved him talking about that a little bit because some guys, man, I never thought of that. You know, I'm sure I would. Oh yeah, no, I mean I take I take the precautions too, and and if if anybody's helping me, you know, I I offer the you know the stuff to them whether it's a, a mask or gloves or yeah. something like that. Oh, that's so cool. I don't want to be responsible for anybody else, like yeah. you know, getting uh, messed up, cancer. Or- emphysema whatever well you get i think it. okay so i think long exposures like i'm talking like years and years and years you know what's your for you that would be a long exposure because you've been doing this for almost 10 years so yeah you, yeah you i've been know. making big almost 10 years yeah now. that's wild so so yeah so i mean there's there's a lot of times you know where where i don't paint without a mask mm-hmm. and there's a lot of times where i do i go it just depends you know like even airbrush you wear a mask so airbrush if i'm if i'm painting inside so a lot of times i just roll the rack out and i'm painting outside okay and you know i have a fan blowing you know the stuff away and i guess i guess if uh if i feel like i'm intaking it too much then i'll put a mask on okay you know what i mean because you can definitely tell you know like you can you can taste it (laughs) When I used that to rush, I'd, I'd be drunk, so I couldn't tell <laughs> I'd be painting my lucky crafts for the surf. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like, like I, I try to, I try to use as much uh, protection as possible when it comes to that. But I'm not wearing a hazmat suit. I, I don't know. No. Yeah. No. I just it's cool to hear different people's opinions. You know, like on the whole thing well, for safety. I mean, ultimately, I'd love to get like an industrial space. You know, where I was painting inside a booth that. You know, was sucking air like a dedicated booth for painting, dedicated booth for for sure. Yeah, I don't think that's like in California. That's expensive as fuck, man. You know, like every everything around like my area in Santa Clarita is expensive, and it's not just the industrial space. It's office space. It's everything. You know, like like something with a small storefront, 
And I'm not talking about in a retail area. I'm talking about like in the industrial centers and stuff like what that. Is it, what's the square footage? Like what do they want? Well, over there? okay. So, I mean, it, it all depends. You know, some places they're like 85 cents a square foot. But, you know, then you're getting 10,000 square feet and I don't need that. Um, so, like I, I looked at a couple spots that um, were only like 2,000 square feet. But are going to be over $2,000 a month. Because they want like a buck 15 or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they want either a buck fifteen. How buck big is 20. a warehouse in those things, though? Um, Pretty well, good. two thousand square feet. I would say that's about the size of a garage. Is it the whole thing a warehouse, and you have a little storefront as well? Uh, it just depends. Like some places. Is that don't. the plan? And then though, to have something like that? Mm, not in California. No. No. I mean, you know, the the ultimate goal would be to to do like a full production thing. But at the same time, like I've never wanted to put out a million baits. Like I just. Like I wanted my stuff to be a little bit more exclusive, you know. So for me to do, you know, baits that have 160 drop, or or even shows where I'm doing 300 baits, Fuck that you. that's just not my style. Like that's a lot of work, and that's what burns me out the most is because, you know, even though I'm probably doing like 24 to 40, you know, eight as a production assembly line type thing. Um, like I still want them to look perfect from bait to bait and it just takes a lot of work. So when I first started, I was only making like four baits a month, you know, eight baits a month, stuff like that. But I was also, you know, working at my job too. So I didn't have the time now that I've been, you know, officially medically retired uh, from that. Like I'm just making baits uh, full time, but on on a part-time basis, you know, like, like I'm not making it uh, like a full business. Uh, like a full time thing. Like I don't, I don't, I don't want to work seven days a week. You know. No, of course not. That's I, I don't want to. I don't even want to work yeah. five days a week. Hey, I don't want to <laughs> fucking work at all. Yeah. So like you know, with, with the with the medical pension and stuff like that, like I'll be fine. You know, like I've always said, and even when I told my wife, I go as long as I can make enough money a month to make my boat payment, I'm I'm happy. You know. Yeah. I'm happy. So, and it's blown up since then. You know, but. It, at the same time, in my mind, I'm like, okay, I made my boat payment this month. I'm fine. But it must be hard to have uh, people that are fans of your bait going like, man, I just want more. And there's probably a lot of people that are going, I just want one. I just want one. And they can't get it because they can't get it on the drops. Yeah, you know? yeah. The, the worst thing is, is like, you know, I'll get guys that, that message me and they're like, I'm just looking for my first piz. And I'm like, I go, if I, if I took an order for every single message I got like that, I, I wouldn't be nonstop. Like I'd those love, drops would be dedicated to people that want their first. Yeah, place. there wouldn't and, be drops in the first place. Yeah, and and, and on <laughs> right, yeah. uh, and on Swimbait Universe, I've I've even posted like, okay, I'm gonna take ten people that don't have a piz bait, and I'm gonna make you a bait. Okay. You know, so the first ten people that don't have one, I'm going to make you one. And I did that, and lo and behold, like like two out of the ten guys waffled, you know, raffled oh, their get baits the off. Fuck yeah, out of here, really? so it's just like, how do you keep an eye on that? Do you have, do you, are you looking at people? So I'm no, so like, so I'm in the groups, you know, um, not so much to just watch, but I mean, there's been some stuff come up that, you know, I, I was interested in buying, you know, like, like there was a KRR crawler that I wanted and I ended up winning it. Um, and so that was good. I, I won a few GoPros on, on the waffles. So I'm not there to just like watch everybody and stuff like that, but I'm also, you know, giving those guys that are running the pages a hard time, you know, because I'd seen one with the uh, 86 baits was on a, on one of them. And he posts, man, I can't believe you're asking that much for that fucking bait. And it was his bait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's wild. So, I mean, so, you know, I, I think people have the, 
you know, perception that everything is like double retail. They can just go and waffle it for double retail. So, but I, I like, I give those guys a hard time because it, you know, they take 15, 20% of what the sale is going to be. So this guy that's on his phone, you know, punching, punching numbers and stuff like that. Um, he's making more money than I am because he's getting 20% of what the sale is. So anything over like 750 or like 800, he's getting 180. So, you know, he's getting more than what I'm getting and he didn't have to do any of the building. It's like, there's no way to police that. No, there isn't. And and you know what, like like you said before, it's their bait and they can do whatever they want with it, but it's also my company and I can sell to whoever I want. Yeah. So I mean, I would keep an eye. Like if I saw the same fucking dude flipping a bait over and I'd be like, no more dude. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's, it's like a necessary evil, you know, like, like waffles have like made certain baits more and more popular, you know, or they've given it, uh, the fuck another guy. It's your brother. It's your brother from another mother. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so what was I saying? Waffles are like a necessary evil. Oh, what's he doing here? Good and bad to both. I hope he's not stealing stuff out of the truck. Out of my truck. Uh, it's Daniel. Oh, it's Daniel. <laughs> Daniel from Dimitri. <laughs> this fucking guy. Get him inside. Yeah. Get him inside. Yeah, get him. Get, uh, here, I'll give him my... Uh, he can come sit in my chair. There's no jujitsu here, bro. Look who it is. I know, right? Look who the fuck oh. is. He's going to come on. <laughs> you just get here from Disneyland? <laughs> really? You got to wear a mask, bro. I don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, man? There you go. Jabba, go lay oh, down. I get the gifts. What's up? Take a seat, Daniel. You guys having fun? Yeah, take a seat. Cleared you out the spot. You want to sit down? <laughs> no. You want to hang out? No. Why? No, Why? Because I have to go visit two vendors today. You be there by one. Since He's full of shit. <laughs> Where are you going to fish? Let me guess. Performance? You have an hour. No, he just going to downtown hour. Disney. <laughs> wow, I know you hate those. So anyway, so like I was saying, it's, it's kind of a necessary evil. You know, it's made uh, certain baits more popular and stuff like that. Um, but it's also opened up avenues for people to actually get baits. You know, because you know, like I said, I, I can't cater to every single person that wants a bait, and. Um, you know, I can't keep track of every bait that's out there. Um, with the Star Wars stuff, I numbered every single bait. On the um, bait, like a, on the like bait, a stamp. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I numbered every single bait in, like, an inconspicuous spot that people probably wouldn't even know that there was a number on there. And then when they see this, they're going to look at their bait and be like, eh. Hey, you know? that's great. Yeah, so, mine all have Dremel initials in there, so none of uh, those get sold. Yeah, <laughs> but that's not the reason. I just do that no. because no, 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 because here usually, you go. No, there's a penis usually, marking on there. <laughs> usually, I'll go up there and we'll test swim them and stuff like that, and I'll be like, "That's the one I want." So he just takes it he back and it. dremels yeah. it okay. in there. Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll like put a G on it or a dot or a money sign. Yeah, yeah. I think I'll do a money sign sometimes. Really? Yeah, because you bait, call him G money. money. No, I call him G Springer with the swim baits. Oh, you call him G Money for now on. <laughs> <laughs> I've been podcast, called man. all of it. <laughs> yeah. 
We got G so, Money. We got Captain Negative next to you. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's that's Kung Fu Panda over there. <laughs> it's funny because when he worked at Demiki, uh, when it was back in Valencia, yeah. he actually had some Kung Fu Panda stuff, like you know, up around his office. Did space you really, and, Daniel? Can you say yeah. hi? You know how many people have asked you to come on the podcast? You don't want to fucking talk. Just say hi one time. Hi. You can't come on the mic and say hi. No. You know why? This is why. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire. By famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady. Live only on Netflix. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But it's funny uh, because Greg's, um, there's, you know, Danny Delamanter, Delta dude. Oh, fuck that guy. Yeah. (laughs) He's a fucking dork. So for the longest time, the longest time, he thought his name was Gerald. Yeah. Long, yeah, and kept calling what him did, Gerald. He kept he calling called, him Gerald. Did he called me Gerald. Gerald. Oh, I didn't even know about it. Yeah, <laughs> he was calling him Gerald behind his back. Like he's like, "Hey, so are you and Gerald coming up to visit this? You know, up to Toxic Day or yeah, BABC?" Was and for, I was like, <laughs> "No, it's for the first Toxic Day." Yeah, think, yeah. yeah, really. Uh-huh. And you so, just let him call you. Ger- did you meet him? In? I I never heard him say that. He, he said, "Bro." Uh, What's up, man? Yeah, oh, okay. he just thought his name was Gerald. Like I knew it, but I didn't correct him about it. You loved it. Oh, dude, you know, I was like, waiting for him best. to call. Yeah, he's like, hey, what's up? Like, I was waiting for him to be like, what's up, Gerald? How's it going? Oh, God, you know? that would have been the best, dude. I had no idea until he told me. What's up? Uh, what, do you know his, his uh, what's his name supposed to be, Phil? Phil, what's uh, Danny's name? They're calling him. Fuck. His dad called him by a different name, and I forgot the name. Oh. And it was real funny. I don't know. <laughs> I got to find that name now so I can tell you what his fucking middle name is. I can't, I can't is. remember. Did they, they used to call him like Jonah Hill or something like that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we call we call him we call him Captain Mustard Pants. Why? Because he wears dude. He always pants. wears those mustard pants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We went up there for Toxic Day, and we're, uh, we're such bullies. And I <laughs> no, have it's never joking, and people can't fucking joke anymore. Yeah. So it, it gets, you know. Yeah, I've never met either Caesar or um, Danny. I mean, a couple interactions through Instagram or whatever. Um, and it was super cool that Caesar, you know, let us stay there. He never met me. He was just like, yeah, no problem. And I'm like, are you sure this is cool? Like, right on. You know, super cool guy. Um, we're all hanging out and stuff. But for the three days we were there, mm-hmm. he had the same pants every day. Every day. Every day. Yep. Oh, what a fucking dork. <laughs> he tried. He tried to say that he had like, what, like five a pairs. couple yeah, different pairs. Like yeah. Pair, yeah. Hey, what grade are you in? Fucking second grade, <laughs> yeah. daddy. Yeah. That was too funny. He, he's a funny guy. We, well, we, we go back and forth on Danny's, Instagram all the time. I see it all the time. The A's and and, uh, and the Giants. Yeah. yeah, all the time. Like I, I've kind of you know 
I've kind of been quiet lately. You know, the Giants have been playing, like, great baseball. They've been first place. They've had the best record in baseball for, you know, the better part of the year. Yeah. And uh, so I don't want to jinx it. You know? <laughs> I don't want to jinx it. As soon as I start talking shit, then, then they end up doing bad. <laughs> I so. actually have a couple, like, five, four or five good questions. Actually, legit questions. Okay. Um, is this from your Patreon? This is from Patreon. Thank you, Patreon listeners. You can subscribe to Patreon, pay $5 a month, and you can win a bait. Um, Martin Cazell, can you touch base on different seasons in a year, water temps, water depths, and when and why to choose certain glides over a soft bait for the condition? Hey guys, wanted to give a quick recommendation for a rod. The rod we're going to be talking about is the M1 SMX 82 ML. Uh, I'm using this for the Tiny Clash or the new SU bait they're going to drop. Great rod. Uh, it's pretty parabolic. It was a recommendation by Kevin Matson, and I kind of got a couple other recommendations for a lighter rod for these baits so if you're looking for a phoenix rod for a bait like that check this one out check them out at your local tackle shop thanks for listening guys you can answer greg and then you can answer paul say that's kind of a lot so is it just about between a glide and a soft bait i would say since we're talking we're going to talk about your bait pick your glide well we can i mean we can talk about all baits i mean you know it's up to you i mean like i said if if you're if you're in the certain you know times of the year wouldn't i guess when are you going to throw a glide, what water temp do you like? What time of the year you really want to focus on that? I mean, obviously you want to mimic the forage they're eating, um, whether it be a trout or a shad or a bluegill, whatever. Or a carp. Um, or a carp. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it's really situational um, day by day, going between a soft bait um, and a glide. Uh, some days, you know, those fish are willing to look up and willing to move a lot more. Um, maybe on days they're a little warmer um, or even a little more stormy. They don't know you're there. They're... I feel like a soft bait, you really, truly fool that fish because they're so realistic looking. Yeah. Um, and a hard bait for the most part, yeah, you'll fool them, but you're more tricking them into eating that lure, um, whether you're twitching it or stop and go or whatever. Um, I'm, I will always have both tied on in the winter and spring. Doesn't matter. Uh, you're gonna, you're I mean, gonna pretty much all, pretty condition. much all year. So it'll work in any condition for you. Yes. You just gotta, but you have to take that day by day. You have to, if you have your spots that you know there's fish and yeah. they sit on certain areas, you know, you're going to make a cast or two with one or the other and get feedback pretty quick. Uh, and then you just keep running your spots and see what happens right. yeah, but it's all up to you same. it's all up yeah. to you the, the colder the water the the fish aren't going to move as much but uh there's always going to be that opportune time at some point in the day where a fish is going to come up shallow to eat so having a glide bait tied on for that per, uh particular reason is 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 why you do it and you're going to want to fish i think you're going to want to fish a glide bait more in ambush spots than you are going to be like out in the open you know okay. as far as i think winter time goes um because there's times in the winter where i've caught on a glide bait deep and you know letting it sink down to the bottom and then there's been times where i've caught glide fish like right at the surface where you know they're hitting the bait and it's coming out of the water so i think it's just i i think the more you fish and the more time you have on the water the, the more you're going to know and take i guess take less of a chance you know more of a calculated you know, yeah. a, a, a approach yeah. approach to fishing it, you know, 
What so, plastic are you? Fi- what what soft plastic? Uh, are you fishing? So, I like fishing the eight inch HUD and the Batesmith. Okay. Um, not the uh, what is it? The Batesmith X, the big one. Oh, uh, the Mag X. Yeah, the Mag X. I'm not fishing that one. Uh, the Batesmith. Um, I found the ten inch HUD a little bit, but I still think that the eight inch HUD for the winter time is is the way to go. <laughs> um, and then um, in the summertime, uh, I'm fishing more of like a paddle paddle tail style uh like a working class zero okay um or um a burrito bait okay um so i'm doing you know stuff uh fishing them faster at that point so i think the yeah summertime especially when you have grass around and stuff like that um you have more ambush spots um the fish have less time to really look at the bait Uh um so they have to make a really quick decision um so usually up high is good over grass, up high over grass. Um, when they tend to not come up, that's when you're going to want to, you know, throw the paddle tail or whatever around those grass lines and stuff like that. All right. Yeah. And then also in the summertime, you know, I'm, I'm fishing as fast as possible, you know, not necessarily just burning it, you know, because I don't, I don't think the, you know, the fish is going to get a really good bite on it, but I'm talking like erratic real pops um or i mean we when we fish skinner shadley four gets dude when we fish skinner that one time blasted yeah, we, yeah when you burn it we, <laughs> we were burning it the floaters on top yeah and it just over the grass and you could just you know see the fish coming from like you know 50 feet away just tracking a tracking chain yeah. and, just, and just boom yeah you know I, I don't think people realize how fast a bass can actually swim faster oh, than I, you can reel yeah, right yeah faster yeah. than you can reel oh for sure yeah. That's why you could fish fast like that sometimes, like when mm-hmm. you guys are doing yeah. it. Yeah, well, I they'll mean, grab it. They're gonna grab it. You yeah, know? I, just in, in the summertime, like if I'm using a glide bait, I'm I'm using a smaller profile, probably eight inches or less, and I'm just fishing it. You know, basically twitch fast, erratic. I mean, there'll be times where the bait could do a loop de loop or a barrel roll, but you know, when you pause it, that's when the fish is gonna hit it. Yeah, this one kind of plays on that. Uh, Will glide bait like a 250 work on large lakes that only have bluegills forage? Oh, I got that same question. Oh, definitely. Is that from Parker? Uh, I didn't write down the name. I just wrote down the question. Parker Hopper. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, at the end of the day, they still want a big meal if they're looking at it. Um, I mean, there's times where it's the opposite, too. You can get bit on a bluegill bait when there's nothing around, something they don't see. Um, but it could be related to action as well. There's not a ton of bluegill baits out there that swim tremendously well. Say, you know, anywhere from five, six inches that swim really well um, when you can get a bigger bait to do, you know, the job a little better. Um, not saying those little ones won't get bit, but you could. But definitely if you're looking for a bigger fish. Oh, definitely. I, I mean, I, I'm almost like you. You shouldn't be scared to throw something that big if you don't think that kind of forage is. Yeah, you should. those the, the, bigger the baits have draw. Yeah. yeah, they got drawing power. Yeah, and and the fact of the matter is, is that you know, swim baits is just a reaction bite anyway. So, whether or not you have trout in your lakes, a, a trout bait's going to get bit. Yeah, I don't think they look at it and be like, "That's a trout. I've never seen a trout in here before. <laughs> I'm not eating that." I mean, there's even that Shadley FG when I was testing it you know i got a nine Don't say shadley fg with daniel here oh why source he's been, yeah. <laughs> source he's been wanting one he's been wanting one for about he wants four everything. years now he fucking wants everything 
Why don't you get on the mic and fucking talk? I don't know. See? <laughs> <laughs> Dude. But, um... I got a nine something on that and I have never seen a shad that size in that lake or anything. You know, it's just, it's still food for them. What they think, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Especially if a bass is looking up and they're seeing the profile, the, the bottom yeah. profile of a bait, they're not necessarily looking at the side of the bait. You know, they're not looking to see what the profile of the bait is. They're looking to see what the, the under profile is. Yeah. yeah. It could have been a, you know, a small bass or whatever, a small striper. It was trying to eat. Yeah, something stuck, you know, struggling at the top of the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, here is a favorite sandwich from Andrew Lara. Who? <laughs> Your favorite Andrew Lara. Okay. Favorite sandwich. I got that too. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think they asked both. They uh, wanted to make I, sure their I didn't write, question got I didn't write, Yeah, I didn't write that one down because, you know, I don't have a Patreon or anything else like that. Oh, sorry. I'm a slut, <laughs> I'm a slut over here. <laughs> Uh, favorite sandwich, um, Jersey Mike's Italian is pretty good. Uh, number 13, Mike's way. Yeah. It's really good. The only thing is, is that, uh, you know, they put so much vinegar and oil on it by the time you get it. I don't like that shit. It's so soggy. Yeah. Um, so there's a place, uh, called Galleons that used to be in Castaic. They made really good sandwiches in the morning. You're a big Uh, sandwich guy then? I don't think they'd ask you that question if they're, I mean, they're good. <laughs> they're good, you know. I like uh, sandwiches. I don't think they're going to give you, a, you know, a stomach ache when you're out on the water. So I don't eat before. I, I'm like Daniel. I can't eat before I go on the boat. I have to shit. Yeah. So uh, uh, you wake up earlier and eat, take care of that, and no, then go. No, I don't eat the night before. I'll fucking won't eat dinner because I don't uh, want to take the chance of having to you, shit. Yeah, you got to do a game time. You got to do a pregame <laughs> <laughs> every single time. It doesn't matter. Blow. <laughs> Blow out an O-ring if you have to. <laughs> we ain't stopping on the water. You got the SS. Make sure to have TP in yeah. the boat. Comes in handy Dude, TP on in and the off boat, the water. Yeah. TP in the boat and TP in the truck. I mean, man. So we got great. a water blaster for Daniel. Yeah. My boat. You should wrap yeah. his ass. Yeah, going going off We've of what got a story. Yeah, going off of what you Greg just said. Oh, dude, this is terrible. We got to hear the story. It's so funny. Oh, it's I mean, great. So, um, we're driving back from from uh, and this is who you two? Yeah, we're yeah. We're, yeah. Yeah, we're driving back from the from the Delta, and to get back to the 580, um, you have to go um, through some you know Podunk town type stuff. You know, just it's a lot of you know just dead fields and stuff like that, um, and. Uh, we're, we stopped at a gas station, right? And the bathrooms were out of order. No. We didn't? No. We didn't. No, 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 no. no. We stopped, and the bathroom was out of order, so we had to keep going to the next one. Oh. I don't or, know. Or, I don't know. I don't okay. know about that part. Okay, Maybe. so anyway, so so we're driving back, and I'm just like, you know, we had, like, the food at Toxic Day or... You BBC. did, I didn't. Paid fried yeah. chicken or something. I wasn't it, able to. It was, the line uh, was so long dude, by it was the time Caesar's, I got to it. Yeah, it was Caesar's Neighbor. Yeah, that okay. chicken. I think he makes that chicken. Yeah, so some barbecue chicken, barbecue pork. But by the time, you know, being a vendor there, you don't get a chance to eat right away. So by the time, I just got, like, the leftover that had been sitting in the grease all day. Oh, and it's just like... Dude. Dude, as soon as I ate it, I knew. I'm like, I'm going to be in trouble. Like, <laughs> like, say what you want, but, you know... Um, I mean, the food was delicious, you know, don't get me wrong, it was delicious, but I knew I was going to be in trouble. So we're driving back and, um, and we had you know, to stop at Taco Bell for me cause I didn't get anything. So I oh, had Taco yeah. Bell. Oh, that's right. We did. We did. Real nice. Was he working with you? Uh, yeah, we were working yeah. together. Yeah. So we were, we, we, we didn't fished. Get, you didn't get your worker any food. We fished. Yourself. 
Uh, no, I think right. he was out by that time. Oh, was it? Plus yeah, it was uh, well, the, Dude, it was I so waited long. in line after he got his food, and it, <laughs> it was, was just, done. it was taking forever, and I just said, forget it. Yeah, I mean, when you only have one food vendor there, it makes it kind of tough for, like, all the yeah, people. Yeah, Caesar, why don't you fucking step it up this year, asshole? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he's going all out this year, so I think it should be good. I'm still waiting for him to have the mariachi band. He's been talking about that for a while. Yeah. So he needs to have some mariachis there. You like that kind of music? Uh, it's, it's all right, but I don't want to get off tangent. This, okay. this is this is a great hey, story. You've done this before, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You've been on the podcast before. I'm a, huh? I'm a pro now. <laughs> okay, so back uh, to the story. So, um, uh, we're we're driving off of one of the main highways to go take the side roads back to the 580, and um, I, I mean maybe, maybe I thought we I thought we had stopped and the bathroom was out of order, and I'm like, oh, okay, well there's one up by the freeway, but by the freeway is like 10 miles you know, to the net, to the freeway where you're just taking like these farm, like one, like a half hour two lane farm. Yeah. yeah. So we get to, we get, we get about halfway through and I'm like, like, great dude, I'm in trouble. <laughs> I'm like, I got to find something now. And we get up to this T in the road and there's, what was it, like a there's biker a bar? biker bar? Yeah. And like a little dirt parking wait, lot. Wait, wait, wait. I know where you're fucking talking yeah. about. And yeah. you got to make a right right there to get yeah. to the freeway. Yeah. yeah. So there's that. a, I think there's an antique shop on <laughs> yeah, the left yeah. and then that biker bar on the yeah, right. I know exactly and, what you're talking about. And I mean, I wasn't going to make it into the biker bar. Like I was not going to make it in, ask where the restroom is and go. No, like, we there saw was a, porta potties on the outside and he's like, oh yes, porta potties. I'm like, they're on the inside of the bar they're not on the outside. Oh fuck. Yeah. So, uh, I go to the hillside, find a bush. And I just blasted, dude. dude. I am dying. I'm he's like, la- he's laughing he's in the car. Serious. I see him doing this. Oh yeah, he's, <laughs> please tell me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Video for sure, dude. And I'm just like, 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 like it was like full on sprint. Like I was, I was Forrest Gump running, you know, <laughs> it was running like away from. When he's fucking trying to get his pants well, down. Well, by that time, yeah. But I mean, I was Forrest Gump running, you know. <laughs> so we find, I find this big, huge, you know, bush, and I go on the other side of it, and I'm just like, I'm going. And I'm like, fuck, I don't have any toilet paper. <laughs> and Gray's just like on my phone, pictures, taking pictures, laughing, dying. I'm like, Greg, bring me some toilet paper. He's like, I don't have any. And I'm like, I got some in the boat. So I'm, I'm trying to climb into the boat and find this toilet paper just rolling. And I finally get it. I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to get up close to that. I like throw yeah. it at him, you know? Yeah. With the camera, you're off. <laughs> yeah, basically. He filmed me the whole time. And I'm just like, like fuck, <laughs> this is gonna be so bad. That's a great. Luckily, story. <laughs> luckily, the pictures have never surfaced. That's good. So, I got some of those. My my buddy next to me, I saw him. I ate shit at Skinner. We drank a lot, and then I got off the boat and ate shit, and my phone fell in the water. Oh, so I had to get a triple <laughs> trout. And Hold on. Hold on. So the best part is, he's walking up and he's like, "Bro, is that fire snakes?" <laughs> 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 You gotta go. You gotta go. Oh yeah, dude, straight. Like it wasn't like spackle. It was straight fire snakes. He's like, dude, I think there's a fire snake behind you. I'm like, what's a fire? Oh, dude. (laughs) Fire snakes. Yeah, it was so bad. So like, and then last time he goes up there, uh, I didn't go to the other toxic day, but he sends me a picture message of the spot, 
And I just start dying. Oh, it's yeah. Like, Never forget. Never. <laughs> Never forget. Never forget. Yeah. He put a cross up at the bush. <laughs> yeah. With some toilet paper hanging yeah. over the fucking cross. Yeah. It was so bad. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, I, I, think, I think that time we went back there, nothing was growing on the hillside <laughs> yeah. anymore. Or it's growing really well. <laughs> it's all green. Straight yeah. fertilized. <laughs> um, this one's from Parker Hopper uh, as well. When do you choose a big top water like a lunker punker or a mega dog over a typical glide swim bait? Uh, I'll just go real fast. I don't. I don't really fish top waters like that. Never. No. No. I, I have before, but it's not. It's not, not your thing. No. I, I'd rather just fish like a, a wake bait. Yeah. So. I'd say uh, around trout stocks is good, um, and then most of my success with a punker or anything like that got to have some texture I mean, you don't want you know two three foot rollers but something to break up the surface uh i mean i've caught them in summer i've caught them in winter you know over grass they're pretty good too um but pretty situational if you know most of the time i'll fish a wake bait uh in summertime mm-hmm. um i have a little more success with that that's just because I fish it more as well. Uh, but I've caught good fish on the punker in, you know, like post-spawn and everything like that. Those fish are trying to still be aggressive. Yeah. There's a couple more trout, you know, hanging out left over. What's uh, your, your PB on a uh, largemouth on a punker? I think it was a little over eight. Fuck. It's a nice fish. Yeah. I mean, it's not giant, but it was still, it's fun. Oh, I think that's a giant fish. I'd like an eight pounder. That'd break my PB. <laughs> on top, I mean, on top water, anything's fun. So, yeah. um, all right, let's move to Paul's questions. Okay, so uh, one of the guys wants to know when do you decide to do split rings versus egg snap versus direct on a glide? And I think that's a great, great I go, question. I think it's just you know situational. It's what the the bait kind of likes. Uh, I've gone more towards a direct tie on glides. But at the same time, when I'm testing a lot of baits, I just have a snap on so that I could just quickly open up the snap and then go from bait to bait. So a lot of times, you know, I'll see um, like the what each one will will do. Um, as far as a split ring goes, I mean, I'm I'm kind of a fan. I'm kind of not a fan. I'd more prefer a snap, uh, and I use the uh, the Spro snaps just because they're a little bit more narrow than an egg snap. Um, and that's just personal preference. I, I don't think any brand is better or, or anything else like that. But for as far as glide baits go, um, you know, I, I feel pretty comfortable uh, tying direct with, with a San Diego Jam or a Palomar. I, it, it just depends. So I heard that. See, I, I heard people tell me the Palomar is no good for, for glides. I don't like it. Just so I lost the tiny clash on one. Like, I should have retied and I didn't, but it was a Palomar. <laughs> Uh, and they're like, use a San Diego Jam. Everyone said use San Diego Jam. Yeah, I, I mostly use a San Diego Jam, but sometimes, you know, uh, I think a lot of people don't like using the Palomar because you have a huge leader at the end and you just tend to waste a lot of line. But, I mean, if you're retying uh, a lot, quick. It, I mean, if you're retying a lot, you're going to go through a lot of line anyway, yeah. uh, which you should be doing. So, um, How often do you retie? Uh, usually after – well, the, okay, so if I catch a fish – and um, I don't feel like I feel like it's just like one fish in the area, you know, like it's been kind of dead. But if it's been kind of hot, I'll just I'll just throw back out. Um, but I usually tend to retie probably 
Um, well, I guess it. I guess it just depends. Like I, you know, I feel the you line. Keep, how long? How I, often I keep, are you checking? The I, line? I check the every line cast? all the, like not every cast, but probably every 10, 10 minutes. If I'm getting hung up in some branches, then for sure. Or if it fouls. Yeah, like fouls. That, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. What definitely. kind of line are you using? I, I most use, of the time. I use a Sunline a Sniper FC like 90% of the time. And then How I'll heavy? use Sunline Assassin 20 or 25. Same thing, 20. Same thing with you? Uh, I do the Seagar 20. Uh, floral? Yeah. Yeah. Really? I'm X. only using floral. You guys are both using floral. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, for like a punker or anything like that, or a rat, 80 pound braid, Straight? direct tie. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, even at your local, what about local? Do you ever fish in local park lakes? I, I have like two reels that have eighty on there. I mean, even my frog rods, really? or like okay. yeah, sixty-five. Would I've you fish that on a local park lake as well? Same thing. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's not a big difference between eighty and sixty-five. Okay, but my confidence in eighty over sixty-five is oh, fuck way yeah. bigger. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here's uh, one that another question I have. Are you guys carrying like a, a knocker to get your baits out with you? And what are yeah, you yeah. What are you guys using? I, the only reason I mentioned, I saw Gilbert Same. put up a video. I don't know if you can get the the one he's talking about. I, I'd like to know what you guys are using as well. The forty four mag. Yeah. Can you get those still? Yeah. Yeah, I think even like Tackle Warehouse had them for really? a little bit. I don't know if they still do, but how how often have you used that? Frequently. Really? Yeah. Oh, I haven't Definitely. fished in eight months, so I are you serious? Used it. Dude, I haven't fished in California all year. Why? I'm busy. Fuck, sorry, fucking big dicker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making fucking money. <laughs> I'm just making baits, you know. Um, I just been busy. Yeah. And with uh you know, with uh going through that medical retirement process, like I didn't want to take the chance of, you know, workers anything workers happened, comp yeah, seeing anything. Exactly. So I mean I, I kinda played it safe. Um and then So you're completely done. That's it. Yeah, I'm done. Wow. Yeah, so I'm just, you know, making baits, um, doing apparel, slaunch mob, um, and piz. That's Dude, that shirt, fucking fire, bro. This one? And the fucking yeah. uh, ripoff from Sabbath. You like that one? Fuck, that thing is bad as fuck, dude. I saw that. I was like, that's one of my favorite shirts, period. They they have the album cover. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's that's a fucking that was shirt, a dude. that was a OG one that that when I bought the uh, apparel line, that one came with. Are it. you planning on pushing that a little harder this year too? Yeah, so I kind of have been. Um, what I've been doing is going a little bit more user friendly and mm-hmm. not so hardcore um, to try to get more interest in it because a lot of guys, you know, they're not into heavy metal music. They're not into. I think a, a pretty- lot. I think a lot more are interested in it than you think. Well, if but they it's still are, a pretty I mean, small scene on. Yeah, you know. yeah, it's like I, a portion I only, of a I guess, portion of a portion. I only say that because, like, I have uh, a lot of hardcore guys on the podcast, and their podcasts usually do pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then I get a lot of DMs of guys going, "Oh, I oh, you know, uh, Bastrix, you know, you heard of Bastrix, mm-hmm. and, yeah, uh, Brian Evans' owner. Fucking see my band play, been to hardcore shows, lives in Oxnard. Like, oh yeah, okay. a lot of dudes cross over from when they. He were just younger. recently bought Bass Tricks. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I remember him. He he sent me a question asking me some stuff about business. And yeah, he's just, a cool dude. Yeah, I, I talk. He's coming on next week. So, yeah, but uh, there's there's a lot of crossover. I think it just. I mean, I think if you push, it'll be great. I love it. It's like one of my favorite. Yeah. Bands, so know? I've been trying to do you know um, some more of the uh, the OG stuff. Um, uh, just because, you know, I, I, I've been working with uh, artists and stuff like that to, to do new 
uh, designs and stuff. And sometimes it's just slow. So in the meantime, oh, I just been tired doing... of us. Later, Daniel. See, I talk about bass tricks. See and ya. Left. Really? All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can, I guess we can talk about the Demiki 4 4L right now. Now that why he's are gone. you leaving, dude? 4B. 4B. Oh yeah. Bye, 4B. Bye, Daniel. Thanks for stopping for a second. Okay, bye. What a fucking grumpy asshole, huh? He didn't say bye to me though. He's mad at you. He saw you got that fucking bait, and he never got his bait. After He's mad at me for trolling motor this putting morning. a trolling motor. Hey, I thank God he didn't say anything about the fucking electronics right now. I'm like, I don't have time to do that at all. Oh. <laughs> right? It's okay. He already said you wouldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, um, so, yeah. So, I've been trying to do some more user-friendly stuff and just working with uh, different artists trying to get new designs. Um, so, we have the... Uh, I posted the Dreamcatcher. Yeah, um, that was with, a cool. You know, with one. the with the trout on it, just trying to do a couple different species of, of fish and stuff like that. Um, so I I definitely want to keep it you know fishing related uh, with you know a slice of music you know to it. Um, you could just go and fucking rip off. I mean, this sounds stupid, but rip off band uh, like covers and yeah. then make them into like. You know, yeah, like people hit me up all the time. They're like, "Oh, you, you know, you got to do the Iron Maiden, the that that guy. You know, there's oh, one yeah, where Eddie? he's got the uh, the Patriot. Yeah, uh, and I you think could, Big Gus did the same shit with the Patriot. Didn't he do an Iron Maiden one? I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean maybe. Um, but I mean, there's tons of bands you could fucking sure. Do, you know, like, for sure. I think that. But, be really but at cool. the same time, you know, like I want to keep it a lot of it original. Like yeah. I want it to be original designs um, that are inspired from different genres of, of music you know like i don't want to just always you know do a rip of something like that um some of it is cool some of it is you know played out um but at the same time you know those things are iconic you know lo, you know people like like you said that that black sabbath volume four like people know exactly what that oh, is when yeah, they see yeah, it most. if if they know what that is yeah you know but most people do know what oh that fuck is. yeah so uh, so yeah that'd be cool if you push that like a little yeah, More so I think it's be really cool. So I've been working, you know, with with Robert Kane. Um, Dude, he makes he, some yeah, amazing art. He does some yeah. good yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's good. So, but at the same time, you know, he's a lot of people are you know using him for designs, and he's busy doing his own tattoo stuff. So, like I, you know, I get uh, you know designs done every every few months. You know, so I've I've reached out to other artists to try to do some stuff, and but I don't know what it is about artists. You know, like. Like they're either lazy about getting back or they're lazy about doing work or the one that you know. I use is pretty good. You ever use Goonie Wolf? No. Really? Goonie? No. Yeah, he got my shit back in fucking like a week, bro. Yeah. He's done uh He did two, blank stuff. He did, yeah, he does two he did two of my shirts. Yeah. And he did the new one we're doing that's a large mouse. So like the uh I mean I've seen his work. He's I've seen good. his work. Yeah, he's really good. So um, Charles is pretty good. Like he he's I've used quick. Charles Benavis yeah. before. Um but that's uh, and I'll probably I I'll probably will reach out to him again. Yeah. Um, you know, there's certain like he has like an American traditional style that I like. Exactly. Um, and yeah. he did a, an American traditional uh, like tattoo style shirt for me, which which I did like. Um, but like, get what you're saying. Like, I think I think it's like just overwhelming sometimes with people like you. you he, these artists like that dude probably gets hit up a million times or is doing a lot of projects, you know. Yeah. I mean, I'm he sure knows. it's probably just what you get paul too yeah it's like being a big hey can you do this for me can you do yeah (laughs) yeah um they got a um an app called fiverr and you you can you can go on that and find an artist and they can do it you can do anything on that right 
I don't know. Well, I think uh, you could I mean, do like artists. I could do people to edit podcasts. I could do people like everything. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I do. I've only you. briefly looked into it. Like yeah. you just put up like, like let's say I wanted to do like fishing art, and then mm-hmm. there's like all these artists that already have like their fishing artwork already up, and you can kind of choose like what you like, you know, what style you like. So, but with with Slaunch Mob, I like to keep it a little bit more, um, like heavy ink, if you will. You know, I think by, if like, you, the, if like you, this design has so much shirt, yeah. so much heavy ink to it. That, but fuck, how much does that cost to print? Uh, let's see. So there's, I think it's four colors. Is that it, really? Yeah. Dude, four, that that four or five that colors. shirt is nice. The, so, really um, you know, obviously you have to pay for screens and stuff like that. Um, and then I did these on black so that I wouldn't have to do the black, you know, in the in the areas where yeah. there's black. Um, but I, you know, depending on who you go to, like if like the more you do. Um, the better breaks you get, and usually the break is like six dozen. Yeah. So you get a you get a better break at six dozen. So I think single color, like I've gone as low as like five seventy five a shirt. Um, but now that I'm using a little bit more of a premium shirt, do you have a guy you go to? I don't have a guy. I go to a business. Oh, you but you have like a. I'm not saying a guy, but do you have like yeah? A, so so a, I a had place I, you go to all the time. So I, I had gone to Victory Records in Chicago for. For years, Victory like, Records, Victory like Records in Chicago, the like label. The, like the label, but really? they but they printed shirts. Yeah, really? they're 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 a hardcore. You know, they got a lot of you metal bands. Tell me about Victory. That grew up on Victory, well, bro. You know, <laughs> hey, Bree, come on, get the know. fuck out of here. I Jamie Johnson came to see my band play. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, so um, I don't think they went out of business as far as the label goes, but I was told that the owner was going in a different direction as far as the printing goes, mm-hmm. and then. Um, so what's funny is uh, the girl that I had spoken to there um, that was always doing the orders and stuff like that, she said that, you know, everything is going to auction and they're selling all their stuff. So I was looking around. Uh, I was trying to find a company that did embroidery, direct-to-garment, and screen printing all in one, um, and hats, so that I just only had to deal with one company because I was dealing with, like, four different yeah. And it was just like, oh, who, who did I talk to about this? Who did I talk to about that? And I just wanted to do like an all-in-one type thing. And it turned in, you know, I, I did I did with this one company, and it was kind of a headache. Um, but then uh, I get an email saying, hey, we won this auction, and your print was still on the machine. Oh, and fuck. We're, and we're interested, if you're ever interested, um, you know, we'd like to do prints for you. Um and I wrote him back. I go, that's that's a pretty cool story. You know, I'll look into your company. Um, you know, I'm looking kind of for like an all inclusive that does a little bit of everything. And they and they do that. So I have been using okay. them for the last four or five prints, and I've been pretty happy with it. That's they, good. I they, mean, the shirts look like I'm big on shirts. Yeah. Um, well, he has like the old like the old Gildan or jerseys mm-hmm. that I used to, and then now they said no, you got to use this shirt. This is this is like the new style that like guys like to wear and it's, it's a weird. softer it's I'm a softer not, i'm like give me that fucker I'm like, <laughs> I'm like i like the thick you know kind of like yeah see I'm, I'm i like motherfucker I, so that's I like, probably why <laughs> i like the thinner a little bit more fitted yeah you know style look you yeah. know even though you know you're still on the chunkier side you still kind of look a little bit slim yeah so true you know um plus i didn't like the the box fit shirt 
if that makes sense. I know because what you're saying. Sometimes you you know they're so boxy that like. Like when you come together like this, it feels like it's just. Look at you're all ripped right now too, doing that because no. like you got traps. <laughs> that sure makes you look like you have big ass traps. You're like, hey, bro, do you lift? Well, look dude, at- I make swim baits. You know, <laughs> I gotta do the heavy Apparently, lifting. Apparently, guys, with those swim baits have big dicks and muscles. <laughs> well, I'm taking the the five gallons of resin. And I'm doing like bell. You know. <laughs> so. No, but I mean, it's uh, the your shirts have always been like. I like them a lot. They're they're great. You Thank know, you. Like uh, everything you put out with that company. Thank you. And I even followed it before I even met you. You know, like I'm like, look, this is bad. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank so you. It's a cool, I'm I'm excited about that company. And and, and with uh, with both you know Slosh Mob and Piz, like I I like stickers. I like designs. Mm-hmm. I like stuff. You know, it, it's not just about you know just the baits. You yeah. know, what I mean, like I wanted to make a brand. So and it's just. It, it's gotten to the point where where I'm thinking months ahead now rather than just in the in the time. You know, like I'm plan I'm I'm making a plan, making a schedule of of all this kind of stuff. Is Slontrop just you as well? Yeah. That's a lot of fucking work, Paul. Yeah. Between the fucking beats and his shirt company. Yeah. I like I neglect the Slaunch Mob Instagram a lot. Like I've I've had uh uh two friends help me run it. Um and I just think it just gets neglected. Like I like to push it a little bit more. I'd like to post a few times a week, you know, to stay in the algorithms and stuff like that. But it's just like, like if, if, if I don't post something, you know, if it, like right away, I tend to forget, you know, and it, even with Piz, like even but yeah, like I have, like I have a backlog of cast to catches and I have a backlog of fish picks to post and stuff like that. And it's just like, 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 like I said, if if I post something, I get a bunch of messages like, "When's the next drop?" How old your uh, How old your kids right now? What does that have to do with launch ball? Because then you could oh, have okay. your kid. <laughs> no, not old enough. Uh, yeah. not old <laughs> they're, they're eleven and seven. I get another like yeah. at least four or five years. Yeah, so I get yeah. my daughter's eleven, and um, actually, probably she could. I could trust my eleven year old to post something. He probably yeah. do a better job than I me. could trust. I could trust her to post stuff. I don't trust her to read the comments exactly. and stuff like that that yeah. I'm getting. Because like, like, I'll get some shit the, that goes, Dad, what does that mean? Touching yeah. tips. Yeah. I'm not. T- Have you yeah. ever heard of docking? Yeah. 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 Like, like the question that I got Are you circumcised or natural? It's like. Come on, God. Do you have an ad eater? No. Yeah. Seriously. Why didn't you write the person's fucking name? At least we could have said their oh, name. That would have been great. Because they're always hiding behind, you know, Instagram screen names. They don't use their real names. And stuff yeah, like that. that's why they. That's why they talk shit and do all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So whether it's positive shit talking or negative keyboard shit-talking, warriors, right? Basically. <laughs> oh yeah. Basically. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you have another couple questions? Oh yeah. Um, one guy asked. Uh, how many baits per drop, and it just basically varies. Like, are you I looking try, at one forty to one sixty? No, that's dude. That's that's too much. Is it each yeah. drop? Fuck. I, I think it's too much because not only does it take like you know a, a good month, so how month many and drops a half. Do you do a year? How about that? Okay, so drops are kind of a new thing for me. Like, I've always just been like, hey, I want a bait. Okay, I'll take your order and make it. You know, and then if it takes. Two weeks, it takes two weeks. If it takes two months, it takes two months. But at least you're guaranteed to get a bait. Like with a drop, you know, whoever's, you know, refreshing on the site is going to get a bait. You but know? you're not, are you, do you think the drops do better for you as a business? Yeah, because basically I put out what's done, people buy it, and then I ship it out, and then I go on to the next one. Like I don't have to worry about it. The only and thing i got to worry about is guys that are hitting me up like, hey, do you got anything extra lying around? 
Fuck no, I don't. Like one extra yeah. Star Wars yeah. tarp rig. Yeah. Do you have any? Did someone fuck that yeah. one up? Do you have any? <laughs> I'm blems? sure you did. Yeah. Do you have any blems? And I'm like, that's one thing I would I would complain about is blems. I'm not going to give you a fucked up bait that I have. That's not going to swim or look right. Yeah. No. Oh, here's the new thing. Guys are like, hey, since you're not fishing anymore, can I use the bait that's in your box? You gotta be no, fucking kidding me. Swear to God. Jesus. Swear to God. Guys are like, I hear you talking about you don't fish anymore. Can I just use your bait? You know? And, and then I write them back and I go, well, I do plan. Hey, I you plan might as well grab my dick while you're at it if you want that. <laughs> I don't use that often, but sometimes I do. Well, we don't have to go there. Come on. <laughs> okay, for go. myself, at least. Oh, I know. That's and like, can't read the messages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As far as like consumer goes, like, as I'm on both sides of this. Just knowing what he has to deal with, um, other people deal with. As a consumer, I would rather buy something that's already there and know that I'm getting it within a week versus yeah. a pre-order. I mean, there's a certain pre-order that's been, you know, money's in their bank for three years, and yeah, no one has seen a nobody has seen a bait. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. yeah. I don't, I'm not going to ask you to talk. Yeah, don't. I don't know who the fuck yeah, it is. We're not, People we're not know. Hey, yeah. side but, note, I want to know after. But uh, <laughs> you know, even So then, for the consumer, it just sucks because you go, okay, you know, I'm going to spend my hard-earned money. and Sweet, I got one. When am I going to get it? So th- this is where it's hard for me is like I want to grab like certain baits like, uh, and that dude drops. Not, I don't have time to sit there and fucking – and I'm not going to be the guy where I know these guys so I could hit them up. No. You know, there you got those guys. Yeah. There's guys out there that know you, that have a following, that might be something. Hey, dude, it's me. Hook me up. I'm not going to fucking do that. That's like the same shit as doing as a regular. Well, I mean, like. like right. Like, for example, Greg was like, hey, I want to get one of those carp wakes uh, from, your last, from your last drop. And I'm yeah. like, okay, cool. And then I didn't write it down and I totally forgot. And that's so. an accident. That's complete. Well, yeah, but I mean, I feel like, like, don't get me wrong. I feel bad, you know, because I know he's going to be fishing it, you know, hundred percent. I know he's going to be fishing it. And he, you know, that's the ultimate goal is for me to make a bait. I got to catch a fish on it, use it. Maybe they don't catch a fish on it, but at least they're using it. At least they're trying, you know, they're putting in the effort. Yeah. So the guys that are just out there to make a quick buck, you know, it is what it is. You know, that's going to be in any business. And, uh, you know, I've gotten better at just letting it go. You know, it just, it just is what it is. It's going to be in shoes. It's going to be in clothes. And there's no way to fix in. that because you're one man until you, the only way to fix it would be to have like a shop because if you had a shop, you could like, I seen what Caesar's done. There's baits that are hanging up in there that people drive up. We'll go grab a couple that, you know, they're one-offs that are just up hanging on pegs. Yeah. So they could drive there. Like if yeah. I really wanted a bait and I lived here. I would but, fucking drive up there and buy like whatever they had. Yeah, but a lot of guys that are doing big production like that, they got a team. They got they got true, a, they, true. They got That's workers, what I'm saying. You, you know? know, he's got what three workers or something like that. Mike Buka's got like five workers. You know, Matt Lewer's got a bunch of workers. So it's either more. like you you're in a predicament where you got to either go, I'm going this way, or I'm going to stay where I'm at and kind of just. I'm comfortable. You know what I mean? Like like I like just doing limited. Not I wouldn't say limited. Limited to my ability. Because I've always felt and still feel like I've always been like the underdog to what's popular out there. Now, you know, now I'm popular. Fuck no, not right now. Dude. Well, no, not right You're now. The big but, what, dicker. but what I'm saying, <laughs> but what I'm saying is like when, when you when you started building at the time that I started building, there was already people that were entrenched in the swim bait world. Like they that was like it was like Mount Rushmore, and just to always be. 
always be not not me personally but all baits just compared to what was already out there was the hardest part so you had like i had to try and put in more effort to be better than what was already out there to to you know to get the attention of a new customer or something like that a lot of a lot of guys are always looking for something new something you know new advantage or something like that but i always did it on my like on my own yeah. like like other than just doing that uh, promotion with big bass streams like i never collabed with anybody else like i worked with hinkle and painted his baits for a while but that but was that's when you first started was, and you were just painting at the time but that right? was his bait no i was still i was making you're making mine. baits yeah okay. yeah i was painting and making mine but like those were still his baits you know like yes it, it helped get my name out there in a way um but it people were still like wanting the hinkle over the piz you know which totally fine you know like i can't make somebody want a bait does hinkle do drops no um, i don't know i i, I feel I like hinkle is one of the guys uh, i think he does an email list. too that's that's done that's his uh, deal where he's made it the right you know just like gone the right route too as well as far as i know um i think it's just email list yeah email that's cool. and he still yeah. uses aol so like it, dude. dude like you've got mail you know like <laughs> like a thousand times you know Fuck but that. No, like, like, but he, you know, he's one of those that uh, uh, left his job to make baits full time. Wow. You know, so, yeah. um, but I don't know what he's really been up to lately as far as, I mean, I, I've seen he dropped his uh, trick trout and stuff like that, which I know he had been working on for what, like, we, we first saw those time. like five, six years, time. maybe even longer. Five, six years yeah. on that trout. Yeah. And then he didn't see him for a really long time. Yeah. So. And just fucking with it the whole time. Wow, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, he, I remember at one point he had a list of Hinkle Trouts that was probably over, like, 300, you know. And how long, I mean, how long is it going to take one guy to make 300 baits? It's going to take over a year. And not know? add another 300 to it. Yeah. In the meantime. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so that's like, where the price point to me goes. If I'm a one-man deal, I'll charge with it's hard because I've, I've had this debate back and forth with people where I go, okay, well, can you bring a price point down to where it's going to work for everyone? To me, it's like if you're a one-man show like you, it's like I'll price whatever the fuck I want, really, and you're going to pay it because that's what I think I deserve. Supply and demand. Yeah. yeah. It's, it sounds shitty because – and then part of me goes, well, I, I don't have – I don't make that much money. You know, I don't make a lot of money, so when I buy a bait, it's like I can buy one. You know, yeah, my wife's gonna fucking chop, chop my nuts yeah, off. But you know, I'm yeah, not, but I mean, I'm not trying to control and the market. And you're not. And like I'm that, not talking about you know. controlling the market. But I think people sometimes think maybe a bait's over. It's 150 bucks. I'm not paying that fuck. You know? Or, yeah, well, but that's nothing. Fee, you know? That's yeah. nothing. Think about it right now. You go just to go fish one day if you have a boat. 100 bucks for go, sure. Go to Diamond Valley if if it's you and a buddy. It's almost 50 dollars just to get in. Then you're spending another 100 dollars easy on gas in the boat and exactly. gas in the truck. Yeah. So. If you're complaining about a $150 bait, just don't much. go fishing one day. Which is a great, and you're great fine. perspective, you know? Yeah. yeah. Or it's like if, you know, you have your vices, say you like to drink, you like to smoke or whatever. Oh, and, you're you looking know, at me saying drinking, huh? Well, <laughs> what I'm saying, you're saying they're expensive, but, you know. No, but it's the same, same shit. I mean, but I think when people think a bait that I can lose or I can, you know, I don't know. Who knows how fucking people are thinking, but you hear it. Well, That's the only way I'm saying it. Yeah. To me, I'm like. I, I'll buy that one bait when I can, you know, like, 
Dude, major props to guys that are bank fishing swim baits because I won't do it. Fuck, dude, I will not scary. do it. I'm not. Yeah, scary. If I'm doing I mean, it, it's it, a, if it's a, it's a top water. <laughs> right? you know, yeah. It's a wake bait. So it's a top floats, water. Yeah, 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 for sure. I, have, I probably lost a thousand dollars worth of soft baits and stuff like that from the bank too. It's just, yeah. yeah, it's a part of it. But what's the most like, expensive bait you ever lost? Oh, I don't even know. Really? Yeah. You ever thrown a mother? Never thrown the mother. No. I've been, I mean, I know people that have, you know, been with me and thrown the mother and stuff like that. Um, but like those mother chasers from the bank? No, I'm, I'm good. I mean, I wouldn't buy one in the first place because to me that's expensive. Well, yeah, that is. What is that, five? Nine fifty. No. Nine fifty. Yeah. yeah. The mother chaser. Well, plus then you have to buy a rod that throws that and then another reel. All like, it's just a whole different thing. Yeah. Damn, from the dude. bank, I know a couple of the guys do it and power to them because they've got huge balls to do it but that's not for me i mean <laughs> yeah I, I last summer actually i cast it off one of paul's baits and it was like in a perfect spot to where i couldn't see it there was like just enough grass to where i couldn't see it and i was like dude this is terrible like i'm, I'm on a pretty decent bite i'm never gonna find this thing and then i go back a week later grass isn't even there and it's just sitting there You're on like, the bottom yes. <laughs> and I got lucky, but it doesn't always happen that way. No, I mean, when yeah. I lost that tiny clash, I was like, fuck my life. Like, that's I mean, first... it never feels good to lose anything. No, no, it doesn't. Whether it's, you know, a $10 crankbait or, you know, a $1,000 swimbait. See, I feel like I, I fish a lot of calico, so when I lose shit, I'm like, eh. Uh, but be, that's but completely different. Yeah. That's completely different, too, yeah. You know, like, where I'm throwing, like, plastics are, like, maybe... I'm usually getting for free. But so I'm not going to say I pay fucking for. I'll yeah. pay for the lead head or whatever. It fucking yeah. It's, the, the most expensive bait that I purchased and lost was a Hinkle trout. Really? Yeah. And I broke off on on a fish. Fuck. So and that fish. I, so you see, that's a different story. Breaking off on a fish, at least you had a fish yeah. On it. I, yeah, but at the same time, you're going, "How stupid am I for not retiring?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what kind of not retiring? I don't know. It's probably San Diego. San Diego, Diego man. Sure. Uh, yeah, San Diego <laughs> No, I, I think, uh, so, so that particular story, I fishing pyramid and I'm fishing parallel to the, um, the dock that's down there. And I know that there's this big fish that's been there for a while. Uh, just because I've, I've stuck the GoPro in the water and like, you know, look down at the pillars and stuff like that to kind of see. And I've, I've just seen big fish that hang out down that way. And, you know, getting close to like the trout stock. So I was fishing a Hinkle parallel and, um, you know, I make one, one air cast and I'm like, shoot, I messed this up, you know, because sometimes with swim baits, you only get one cast, yeah, yeah. you know, um, most of the time you only get one. Yeah. Cast. So, I, so <laughs> I, you know, I, I hurried and, and, and reeled it in really fast. And then I made a, a really good cast where the bait was just going under the dock, out of the dock, under the dock, out of the dock. And then right when it got to the pillar, it went around the pillar and then the fish hit it from this side, and I and set, bring it. I uh, set the no. I, I don't fish braid. I was fishing floral. Oh no! But, brought the fish around the pillar though. Oh, like, you know, like, oh no! It was on this side. Okay, but I set the hook right into the bridge that goes across. Oh fuck! Right, dude. that goes across right into where the dock is because it's it's one of those like rental yeah rental things. So you can walk right, and I set the hook right into that. Bing! And then it just straight broke. So, Fuck, dude. and then the fish, of course, is jumping. You see the fish yeah, with the fucking yeah. bait. 
Yeah. <laughs> that's John, the best. Jumping throughout the dock. And, that's the best. You know, sometimes they'll get tired and then just lay on the surface and you can just grab them. Have you got, that's happened to you before? That has happened to me before. Fuck yeah, dude. where they get tired yeah. and then they just lay on the surface and you go and grab them or net them or yeah. something like that. Yeah. I've gotten baits back from fish that spit them. Really? Have, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I broke a giant fish off um, on a rat one day and it, it broke me off almost instantly. Shit. Um, in an 80 pound, 80 pound braid button drag, it, it just wasn't going to happen. And I was with my buddy and his son and we we're just sitting there like, Oh my God, this is <laughs> terrible. I lost that fish. I wasn't too worried about the bait, but, and then, so we sit there for a little bit and like two minutes later, his son goes, Hey, is that your bait? And it just floated right back up, like right at the boat. You're like, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm stoked. <laughs> yeah. He's, he he catches fish on rats like like quite a bit like yeah. I, you know I, oh no I, I don't no I don't oh no, 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 no. <laughs> he doesn't want the DMs don't say that yeah so no as far as like as far as like a you know a rat topwater bite yeah. he 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 gets them he gets them a lot like he sent me tons of cast to catch on the on the beast wake and the and the creep and the little creep and yeah. the little creep the little creep's great I, I mean yeah, that's awesome. I've I've fished a lot of rats and mm-hmm. I don't care how loud they are but if they walk perfect and they swim good and they make a bunch of commotion you know you know gurgling and stuff like that that's where it's at for me yeah and i think i think the little creep is you know the best rat that i've personally ever thrown and that's just a totally unbiased opinion because i've thrown a lot of rats yeah yeah so no but i mean and people who who have them have said the same thing they're like dude it walks perfect it swims perfect i mean there's this, uh, you know, guy that does uh, swim bait reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you've seen him on Instagram. Is that the name of this? Yeah, it's called Swim Bait no, Reviews. No, I knew yeah, it was, he, yeah, he wanted me to do a shout out for him, you know, and he's going to pay me handsomely for it. So. Oh, well, he's paying twice now. That's what, that's <laughs> what you're yeah, now, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Get a Patreon. <laughs> you better come jack this dick off. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know about all that. But anyway, so he, he posts, he posts um, you know, videos and stuff like that. Um, and in all brands, you know, not just not just Piz, but he does all brands. And he did, um, you know, the the little creep, and then I think he did the three piece creep. Is he from uh, here, or is he back east? No, he's or? back east. He's a, a South Carolina, North Carolina border. He fishes a lot of Joe Cass. So cool. No, that's yeah. really cool. Yeah, maybe hit him up and get him on. So yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to. I got it. I got him. I got to make his dreams come true to be on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst one to be on. So. No, I got to make oh, it I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he loves being on fucking bad podcasts because it's his second time in fucking two months. Huh? <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, I'll never turn down an invite. I'm just that kind of person. <laughs> yeah, we're not a Daniel. Uh, <laughs> right? Don't be a Daniel. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put that on the beginning of the info. Like, we had Greg, we had Paul, and Daniel. The, the closest you're going to get him on the fucking podcast yep. in the background. Um, no, I mean, I wanna, I'd love to go to like a universe event and kind of do some dudes. Why don't you go? There. It's in in October because I'm like I I I love the in person thing and I could bang out probably like fucking ten of them when I'm down there like yeah I mean it's it's a five hour it's a five hour show um it's at a campground you could easily set up a table like you did at some of the other venues and then just talk to you know get a chance to have all those vent there's a shitload of dudes like I'd like to get a loot on I'd like to get like a lot of I don't know if he I don't I mean is he over there he yeah. I believe he's in New York. Okay, but I don't see why they wouldn't come down. I mean, it's it's definitely a 
good swim bait venue. It you looked know. crazy like the last time. Well, it okay, pretty so big. so yeah, it, it it's at a big venue, but since COVID had so many restrictions this last year, like there wasn't a whole lot of people there. But this year, I feel like people are just tired of being cooped up inside their houses, and they're going to be oh, going to be there. I'm for like, sure. I, they said restrictions were lifted yesterday, right? Yeah, fuck a mask. Okay, unless I go you, to Home Depot, unless you're working, I'm fucking going, yeah, fuck yeah, no mask, and I walk in, and I'm like. Why is everyone have their fucking mask on still? Yeah. So you feel gonna be, weird. I think it's going to be a slow time. process. I went to the post office yesterday. I didn't wear a mask inside, even though it still had the signs up. But I just I just walk in. I drop off, you know, three or I four. No, there was probably like three or four garbage bags. Ten percent of the people had no mask. And yeah. Did. And I'm like, I fucking, I'm vaccinated, man. I'm fucking done, you know? Did you guys get vaccinated? Oh, here he's leaving. <laughs> no, va- no. Did you get vaccinated? No? no. No? Neither of you guys? No. Phil, did you get vaccinated? Fuck no. Uh, <laughs> he was fucking had the first my first friend to have Rona, dude. Yeah. He probably had it the worst of all my Is it, is that <laughs> You're not dead. Is that filthy fishing? Oh, yeah. That, that's California that. filthy, yeah. Yeah, okay. He's a real piece of shit. I thought he was from Northern California. <laughs> no, he's down here. For some reason, like when a lot of guys have like, you know, similar users and usernames and stuff like that, like like you you never know like who they are or Dude, it's from. hard when I go, Hey man, my name's fucking Joe Blow and I'm like on Instagram, you, you, we've talked. I'm like, yeah. what's your username? Well, Tommy. I'm like, oh, yeah, I fuck. I don't fucking know your real name. Yeah, dude. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's tough. And then it's like, that's the world we're living in now. Isn't Instead that kind of crazy? Like, yeah. the, the world we're living in now is kind of yeah. like, but don't get me wrong. Hitting up dudes at the lake, too, has been, it could backfire. When you try to go, hey, I just want to introduce myself. And there's cunts. Oh. You know what there, I'm saying? So it goes both ways. We've had people come up to us when we were out there they fishing are. and being like, hey. But you said but there's a, like there's how. There's a right how, way to do it. Exactly. And there's a wrong way yeah. to do it. Well, I did it at the launch ramp, like before we left. Yeah, so that's like, a fair totally game. Fine. That's yeah. cool. Yeah, but I get what you're saying. I'm not going to drive up to you, and be like, "Hey, man," you know, like fucking. Yeah, you know, I mean, if you're yeah. if you're like busting awake on us to come up and say what's up, that's that's not cool. But I but mean, the, if you the if crazy you thing slow, with Instagram with fishing, you guys are kind of like famous yeah. a little. Yeah. I know it sounds stupid, but air quotes. Okay, <laughs> 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 well, if you're on Instagram and you're catching big fish, or you got a company, people are into that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's like. They're going to want to talk to you. so And you're putting yourself out there. So part of you has to go, well, fuck. I got to kind of be cool because, like, I don't know like, whatever you're doing. Like, you're promoting a company. Well, dude, like, I still say what's on my yeah. mind. Like, if something doesn't sit right with no, me, I mean, I'm not going to bite my tongue on it, you know. But there's a lot of times where, you know, like in, you know, in the comments section where I've already had something typed out and I'm looking at it and I'm like, that's not worth it. Yeah, not Like, worth you're it. not going to even I've make a fucking dent. 50 times, dude. Yeah. I'm like, you're not going to make a dent. There's no point. And either I'll, if it's something bad, I'll fucking block them and it pisses me off. Yeah. You know, or You're I'll not going like, to change someone's mind. Yeah. yeah in person it, you will though, because I mean, let's face it. Everyone's going to be different in person. Uh, you know, arguments through text message are never the easiest and that's all that is, you know? Yeah. Uh, and people have such a, you know, different perception of you, you know, based fuck? on. Oh, that's my son. Sorry. Uh, like who the fuck yeah. is this guy now? Like a revolving uh, door. With my son Herpingina. <laughs> Have you heard the story about him? No. Oh, no. Herpingina? No. He, he, he works at no, screen, uh, screen printing. Have, have you talked about it on your podcast? Yes. Because I, I don't listen to your podcast. I know you don't. So <laughs> You're just like Daniel. <laughs> I've listened. I've listened to like Five. probably six or seven. There you go. Yeah. yeah no, I listened I to it. Greg, Wayne, Johnny, Toxic. Even though you had Toxic on like seven, eight times, he must be your best friend. <laughs> um, He's a good buddy. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> hey, you know what? Good buddies get the 
you know, kind of jack them off. Great friends. Well, friend, uh, Danny's yeah. been on fucking like 80 times. Yeah, Shit. but Danny just sits there like this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Let me give this to my dad, the guy that really knows how to fish. <laughs> yeah. Too funny. Uh, no, he, um, he uh, got this during COVID when it first started. <laughs> he got he got fucking uh, sick. He had a fever. He busted the door. COVID just happened. Everyone's flipping out. I'm like, oh, what's up? He's like, I got a fever. I'm like, fuck. So we take him to the doctors, gets the swab, nothing. I got him trapped in his room wearing fucking a mask and everything. The doctor comes back and uh, says, uh, I had something called herpingina. Mm. It's like mono. Oh, okay. But he got it from kissing a little fucking girl down the street, mm. messing with her, draining her. So I call him herpingina. Just kissing her, right? Just kissing her. Yeah. There might have been something else going on. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, a lot of people I, we'll call him Herpingina. That's, that's too son. funny. <laughs> I mean, that's a horrible name for a fucking. Yeah, uh, it's virus. not as bad as Gerald. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty bad. I've been called Jerry, Gerald. Yeah, it's all good. Ger- has other people call you Gerald as well? Why would no. we call you Gerald? No, no. Jerry, of course. Maybe because he saw the G's Springer. You know, like it looked yeah. like if you just look. I mean, yeah. but then if you just look, it also says Greg on my thing. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah, he just doesn't the, pay attention, geez. fucking Danny. Selective looking. Yeah. Yeah. But, do you have a lot other of questions people, on there? Uh, sorry, I do. I'm just saying, but a lot of people, you know, they have a perception of you. You know, like, like if you are popular, then you're unapproachable, which is totally the opposite. You know, like I feel like people can talk to me about fishing or baits or a problem they have with the bait or anything. Like, like a lot of times people will um, go to like you know johnny or someone else and tell them oh i've been having a problem you know with this bait or something like that and then now johnny's got to tell me and then now there's a middleman you know there's a guy that's doing customer service work that shouldn't have to you know they should i just, agree down that 100 i feel come. like if, if every bait maker i've talked to if someone reaches out to me so there's a problem i'll fix it yeah and i feel like they just yeah, yeah. rather your name go yeah oh first cast on the piz for example fucking broke tail fucked up whatever I'm not going to put that out because I'm like, I'd rather just hit you up and be like, bro, this is kind of broke, you know, whatever. Uh-oh. Oh, that, that cat's looking <laughs> at me. Stay there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that's that's the way to go about it is just, yeah. if you message the dude, and I'm sure people sometimes message people and they don't fucking get back, depending on the guy. Yeah. But most of the time, if you have a company, they're going to get back to you. Well, dude, e- yeah. even, even before I started making baits and even after I started making baits, like if I get something new, if I get a bait or if I'm going to try out a bait, even if it's one of my own, like I'll pull on the tail, make sure it's glued in. Right. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? Like, you know, we make a lot of baits and sometimes, you know, we, we skip, we don't skip, but we like miss a step, you know? Yeah. So I'll make sure that's in. I'll make sure the bill is, is not loose, you know? Um, just, just stuff like that. I'll make yeah. sure that the paint is cleaned off of the line tie because you don't want, you know, to be yeah, tying your baits on preventative on, stuff. That yeah. You and that as could, a user and that could, need to do. Yeah, and that could totally... Do you swim every every bait or you float it? I sink test. Sink test. Yeah, okay. I sink yeah, test. Okay. So, like, I used to go uh, to the lake or to the pond and test every single bait. Fuck, um, really? But ever since that I've gone with... Um, Row? With Row, like, there's less of a chance of there being an issue because everything is already lined up perfectly. So once so, you get that bait down, you'll take it to Row to, like, square it up pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, mirror, just like, mirror. Yeah. Just mirror or resize. You know, like if yeah. I want something bigger or something smaller, it looks exactly the same. That's, that's basically I, well, the, the swim. Surface. The swim does work the same when you shrink it down a little. 
For the most part, I mean, I guess it just depends on the baits. Okay. Yeah, I guess, you know, obviously bigger size baits are going to take more weight, you know, more tuning and stuff like that. Whereas smaller baits, you have less room for error, you know, smaller baits, smaller baits aren't going to do what a bigger bait can potentially do, you know, but some, some baits, I mean, they, they fish big, you know, they do have drawing power. You know, Shad Little has good drawing power. How big is a Shad Little? It's just under seven inches. And it has big that you said. Out. I think in your podcast, you said this, the, how long did the what's the smallest bait you make? The smallest bait I make now is the little chief, which is six point seven five. Hardest bait to make? Oh, the hardest. I thought you said the smallest. That that one was for you. The six. Oh, okay. Yeah, six point yeah. seven five. That is the well. Okay, so the, the hardest one to make. The I think runt. Yeah. The, okay, so the the runt bluegill is the smallest, like okay. because it's it's a bluegill profile, so it's tall and you know it's it's stubby, mm-hmm. so. Uh, the hardest bait to make. Um, the hardest time I had making baits was um, right after I had my head injury. And, um, like, I, I just, I, I couldn't remember. Like, I, I couldn't remember, like, uh, like everything. Even though I had it written down, I was still having a hard time remembering. Was it remembering or focusing? Remembering. Remembering. Yeah. So, like, some of those baits didn't come out very good. And they got sold How or traded around. I feel, I feel a lot better. Yeah. I feel a lot better. I still have some residuals, um, but as long as I stay pretty hydrated, I'm fine. Oh, so, that's a big yeah. Okay, yeah. So Drinking I don't like get a dizzy. Water a day or something. Yeah, I don't get as dizzy. I don't have the headaches or anything else like that. The only thing that um, that I deal with probably the most now would be like anxiety, um, and you I think CBD that CBD or anything like that. No, no. I don't. Um, I, I would do like some CBD oils. Yeah. Um, now that I'm not with my job. You know, oh, because now that you know do, it's a job, why don't you just do. fucking smoke weed? <laughs> and I'm not, <laughs> hey, I've never be told, been, I mean, dude. I've never been into it, so. Vape, bro. Like, I, I'm anti. And then I did it, and I'm like, I was so calm and relaxed. I'm like, now I'm not going to go fucking fishing because I'm, like, going to fall asleep. But oh. if I'm just going to kick back and, like, need to relax or having anxiety issues. I've never, I mean, I'm, you know, obviously, um, you know, making baits and having to make uh, a lot for an order or something like that, that, that obviously is, I feel the pressure from that and uh-huh. getting baits out on a timely manner. I feel the pressure of that, you know? Um, but I, I never had anxiety until I had my head injury. So I think it has to do with, you know, some type of, no, um, I get, I get it. You know, yeah. something that stems from that, you know, I have, I still go to the chiropractor and work on my neck and my upper back and stuff. Um, so the workers comp has been good about that, which I appreciate. No, but at at the same time, you're you're not going to make yourself better unless you do it on your own. So you mm-hmm. know, walking, riding bikes, you know, going swimming, been exercising like a lot too as well. Um, as much as I can. I mean, you're looking fucking good right now. You know, everybody, everybody says that you're I look like I've lost fuck man. Yeah. Everybody says I'm, I'm looking <laughs> like I lost weight, but I feel fatter than ever. <laughs> I don't know. You know, dude, whoever in the house bought those Kirkland. Chocolate covered almonds needs to stop buying the chocolate covered <laughs> almonds. It needs to stop buying red vines because every time I walk downstairs, I walk by the pantry you and grab I grab a handful. a handful. So, serving size says eleven, but my serving size is like, <laughs> like twenty six. You know, I'm pooping out chocolate covered <laughs> almonds on the in the bushes at that right. Hey, hey, that's <laughs> totally why I got to bring up old shit. Why you got to bring up old shit? Um, let's hit that next question. Okay, so the next question is uh, biggest uh, catch by a customer. Um, I think good. I think is ten pounds thirteen ounces. Wow, uh, maybe ten pounds fourteen ounces. I tried to look it up, um, 
but I, I couldn't find it. Okay. But I'm pretty sure that number is, is about right. There's been quite a few double digits caught on uh, That's a big on, deal. On baits. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, I mean, nine, eight, seven. I mean, they're all good fish. Yeah. You know, so. Um, nice. Just a guy, just a guy that's used to catching like two and three pounders to get a five pounder. That's a big deal. Oh, you know, that's a big deal to them. And, and they're really stoked about it. And I'm really happy for them, too. You know, that's what I was telling like back east when I was talking to uh, uh, Dream Smasher, had him on and, and, and kind of talking the comparison of like a big fish over there is like eight pounds. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's a big fish where you're never going to get, a, you know, 15 or 16 on that side of the coast where he's fishing, you know, yeah. in Minnesota, I think, or something like that. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, that's a big fucking well, fish. Well, like, like I said, I think if, if you're consistently catching, you know, three or four pound fish and, you know, and then you ch- make a change or you get a bait that you feel even more confident in and you start catching five and six pounders. I mean, that's, that's a good elevation. Like, Oh fuck. Yeah, yeah, dude. That that's where you're like, you know, I mean, you didn't even know those fish were, were even in that lake because you had never caught them. Before. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's um, like, I feel like there's like three types of big bait fishermen and that kind of goes into it. One type is the type that wants to catch, you know, the next world record that hates catching six, seven, eight, nine pounders. They want nothing but tens and bigger. Um, and that's like a whole different class of it. And then there's other guys that will, you know, they, like Paul said, they have a consistent bite of, you know, three and four pounders, but they want that kicker. So maybe the tournament fishermen or, you know, someone that's not super confident in swim baits, but can catch fish, you know, and wants just something a little bigger. There's that whole crowd um and then the third one is just the person that wants to take a picture with it i guess and hang it on their <laughs> shelf you know calls. what do you feel like you are the, the middle one or do you feel like you're looking for only the biggest for about i'd say for five months out of the year all i want is giant fish um the rest is just i know my chances are pretty slim you know for that time i still want a giant fish in the summer and stuff like that um, it's not all dictated by time of year. Um, most of it is, um, but in the summertime and I just like to have fun too, that's because what that's what it gets yeah, down to. Of... Like in, in wintertime, if I catch a five pounder, I'm pissed. Like, because not only that, but I they can wreck saying. your baits and it's just like, you've been grinding for 10 trips in a row and that's the one. But you you're get. on a different level as well. You've been doing this for a long time and you kind of like know what you want you know what i'm saying like where if you get someone that's been in it for like two or three years you're looking at like like me like i'm like happy with on a swim bait i'm happy with like eight five six i'm fucking happy. but that would put you into that second category yeah. not that you know not that first but category. then when i go fishing i'm happy with whatever the fuck i catch because most of the time and i might be different than everyone else i go out with a buddy and it's like therapy yeah so i'm, oh, t- yeah, I'm shooting this shit yeah. i like the therapy as much as I like the fishing. So it's like I could be going through some shit at home, mad at my wife, whatever the fuck it is, and I'm talking to my buddy like, Phil, you know, whatever, whoever it is, and I fucking vent. Hate the podcast. Fuck this fucking guest. Fucking Paul's an asshole. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. Shots no, fired. No, but you know what I'm saying. Like, you sound like every customer right now. You can't get a bait. <laughs> but, you know, like that that's where I'm at with it. I'm sure. Are, are you the same way, Paul? Like, do you just want to get out and fish? Are you looking for big fish? Do you remember when I said I haven't fished in California in eight months? <laughs> I mean, I need some therapy. But previously, were, were you like, I'm just going to get out and fish. That's my therapy for a while. If I catch fives and eights, I'm cool. 
Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I like fishing alone, but I also like fishing with friends. And um, like the times that I've gone out with Greg, I mean, we got stories for every trip, you know, just every time we've gone out, whether it's been Skinner, DVL, uh, the Delta. Uh, did you come up to the Lagoon? Yeah, I came, yeah, up, I came to up to the Lagoon last summer. Yeah. So, I mean, we always have a good time mm-hmm. and we're always laughing and stuff like that. And, you know, we, we text each other quite a bit, but not, you know, we'll go like, you know, a week or two without texting and then, you know, something will come up or, you know, I'll send him a picture or something and it'll just start up a whole thing. But as far as, uh, you know, going out to fish, um, you know, I, being a one, one man company, I mean, you have to promote your own stuff, you know? So like people always ask if I'm fishing other people's baits and, and I'm not, I'm, I'm only fishing like my stuff. That's the the deal if you make a bait because guess what like you said you're promoting your own yeah so every bait maker i've talked to pretty much is going yeah i'm fishing my own shit yeah but at the same time like i know in the in in the winter time you know a soft bait is going to be a better chance of catching a fish um and i'll throw them out there and then i'll get stubborn and want to catch on my own stuff or something like that but um I'm not the type of fisherman that'll go out and fish all day. Like I'm fine with four hours. Yeah. Four hours. I'm and there then, with and you. I'm just on going. that same schedule. And, and a lot of that has I don't to get do. a choice. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, a <laughs> lot of that has to do with me. Yeah, a lot of that has to do with my head injury. You know, after, after that, I mean, I have balance issues on the boat. I mean, if you've seen any of the cast of catches, I, you know, I get like, I, you know, the, the trolling motor will throw me off, you know, Fuck, or like, like on that, big fish that I caught a pyramid, like I set the hook and then I was like, you know, stumbling, stumbling afterwards. Um, and I tend to sit down a lot, you know, like there's been a lot of times where guys will be out on the boat with me. I'll be, Hey dude, just, just run the trolling motor for a while. Cause I got to sit down. So, and, uh, you know, the heat, the heat will get to me and stuff. Swollen. Like yeah. you said, like maybe like, you know, like you, you the, the hydration. Yeah. Plays into the yeah. So the hydration, you know, helps a lot. Yeah. Um, and then just, uh, as far as catching, of course, I'd love to catch big fish. My 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 on scale PB is only nine pounds uh, on a swim bait, so I have two over ten that were not on a swim bait. What was um, it on? Jig uh, or something? Texas rig hula grub. Okay, this is this is the lagoon back in like back in the day when I was float tubing. You know, back okay. in the day um, before I even started painting. Um, so Texas rig hula grub. And, uh, oh, the story that I told, the, the jig where we were pouring our own trailers. Okay. Um, so I feel like if you're a good jig fisherman, it could be a good crossover to swim bait a lot of the time. It helped me. I mean, I, yeah. I spoke about that last yeah. time. It helped yeah. me a lot. Yeah. Even talk to guys that don't fish swim baits that are big. Up in the Delta, there's some other podcasts. I, I talk to, to guys that do other podcasts. Like, dude, I think I can catch a big one like that on a jig. I'm like, you probably can. Fuck. Yeah. You know, it's just a different application well, obviously it's what you feel comfortable with yeah. but i don't think i don't think fishing any particular way other than just the knowledge of how to attack a spot is going to change the way you catch fish yeah so i mean if you're a jig fisherman a crankbait fisherman a worm fisherman or anything else like that you're going to have an idea in your head how you're going to want to attack a certain spot or position and then just when you finally do throw a swim bait on it you're either going to f- you know, feel like you have a good shot at execution or not. But I think a lot of guys just get discouraged by the amount of numbers they don't catch on a swim bait. So they put it down right away. They put it down too soon where guys that are, you know, bringing one or two rods out and both of them are swim bait rods. Like 
you're going to have more knowledge at the end of the day based on what you did or what you didn't do or what fish you caught or what fish you didn't caught. Because like, if you're like, like I'm just, just looking at, you know, from my perspective, not business perspective, but cast to catch, you can't argue that no matter what cast to catch, you cannot argue that. But to me, like if I look at a picture and a dude has 15 rods on the deck and he's got a swim bait rod and he's got a, spinnerbait rod and a crankbait and this and that and he's posting the fish like this and he's like oh yeah i caught this on this no <laughs> I, I don't care no nah. you didn't catch on that you know fucking you, liar just i mean there there's a lot no of bait there's crash. a lot of no yeah. it looks like yeah straight bait's out not box. wet your pants aren't wet nothing's wet you know you, you even if you know i don't know that no, I'm, just, I'm just a skeptical mm-hmm. and like i said cast a catch trumps all you know but if a customer sends me a picture and says hey i caught it on one of your baits it is what it is. I'm not going to call him a liar. Yeah. You know, it is, I'm not going to just tell a customer that spent his money on, on a bait. No, you didn't catch on that. You cut on something else. <laughs> now, there's been speculation of people bait hanging and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's been tied to my baits and stuff because they, you know, want to be. That's not nothing to do with you. That has nothing to do with me. That's what no, I'm saying. Like, yeah. that has nothing. If someone, well, you people, don't pay people to do that. No, no, no. <laughs> Is that the rumor? Because if you uh, did, then I, I don't know. People to fucking hang bait and big fish. No, I think, I think when it comes to that kind of stuff, I think people just, they, they, uh, they, they have like, they have that perception, like, like they want to be liked by the bait maker. You know what I mean? And they want to be recognized by the bait maker. I and, think the bait, the swim bait industry, they want to be recognized by more than anything. They want to be. Validated. It's the cool thing to yeah, right? You want to I mean, be validated. Yeah. You want to be swim baited. Yeah. You know? But if you're going to validate your stuff, do it, do it cast to catch. Because there's no argument yeah. with that. And it doesn't even matter where you fish. Like you could fish a private pond, a golf course, a big lake, you could fish in the ocean or whatever like that. The fact of the matter is you casted that bait out, you caught the fish. You know, whether it's, you know, like recently people have been talking about managed fisheries. Like you still got to make the fish eat. You know, and a cast of catch is always good for business. Yeah. The only thing that it's, you know, the only time it's bad for business is if your, if your attitude about it is put out in the wrong way, you know, and then you ruin your reputation because, yeah. you know, you're, you know, you're cocky or you're, you're this or that when you should Arrogant, just, cocky, yeah, yeah, you should just be humble, catch fish, put your head down and post those fish, you know, like, like I'll, I'll see things and I'll recognize more people that are, you know, putting in the time and the effort and hey, stuff game like that. Recognize game, son. Son. You know? <laughs> but it's like it's like like the the key to get baits for me is not to try to like butter me up and stuff like I don't care. You know, like all all I care about is that you're out there trying. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're out there fishing. You know, like I don't need ego stroke. I don't need nothing like that. Like like if I see you're doing hard work, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm going to be more apt to sell you a bait, you know? And guys are like, well, I'm scared to throw the bait because if I lose it, I'm going to have a hard time getting one. And it's just like, dude, if you're out there using it, you're sending me pictures, you're sending me videos or whatever, I'm going to make you a bait before somebody else that never posts anything. That never. That's another thing people got to understand too, is I feel like, well, this person gets baits. It's fucked up. He gets it before everyone else. Well, first off, all my friends are going to get baits before anybody else. <laughs> I that's love just, that. That's, that's just the way and that's it is. what that's what Jeremy you know. said. And sometimes they won't. No, just kidding. <laughs> hey, hand me that bait right no. there. Just fucking hand me, hand me that bait right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's my baby right there. <laughs> but it's the truth. Like you know, most it's like 
Of course. Like, and like you said, is Caesar going to be on more than other people? Yeah, he's my friend. You sure. know, whoever else is my yeah, friend going to be on more. But, you know? but what, I t- what I tell these guys, you know, and, and they've been guilty of it, you know, the, the circle jerk, um, <laughs> if you will, um, is that they're posting, like, a lot of their collection. And mm-hmm. that's what I don't want them to do. You know, like, I don't want it to seem like they're throwing it in other people's faces that they got these big, huge collections and stuff like that. You know, I'd rather them just post the more fish. And we talk about that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. like start, like, if we're going to share stuff or we're going to post stuff, post positive stuff. You know, we're not here to tear down other people. We're not here to tear down other companies or, you know, to bash on other people or stuff like that. You know what, what I mean? What a great we're, comment we're, you just said, like, that you're being positive moving forward. Well, when I feel like it's easy to tear people tear down, it, other it's people easy. I mean, of right course, now. there's going to be shit talking and there's going to be some banter between friends yeah. and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it is what it is, but don't leak it out. You know, don't post it out in the open for people to see because, you know, just the other day, someone made some kind of comment or rant or something like that. And then um, one of the comments was down, oh, that's just a, a typical Piz guy. And that's totally wrong. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that, like for one, he wasn't even a Piz guy. You know, he's just a guy that has Piz and, and stuff like that. But, um, like, I don't want that negative imagery. Like, like we're, we're the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Strong. We're here yeah. to just, you know, catch fish, be friends, hang out, do barbecues, do stuff like that and just have fun. Like, like, of course, everyone's going to have beefs and stuff like that. It's just the way that it is. You know, there's way too many men in the fishing industry. That ego, have, dude, you got you yeah, go anywhere you go. Ego. You're going to have. That yeah. Yeah. No matter. Yeah. yeah. You know, so. And that's why I just try, I try to be more approachable. You know, if people come up to me at a show, I try to, you know, I, I always shake their hand, introduce myself and they're like, Hey, we've met before. And I'm like, well, I'm introducing myself again because you know, there's one of me and thousands of you guys. And I can't remember everybody, you know, I think that's the but, best way to go about it. Like, hey, if I, like, you know, I'm like well. if I saw you at a show or something like that, I'd be like, Oh, Hey, what's up? I'm Piz. And you're gonna be like, dude, we've done like two podcasts. And I'm gonna be like, who? <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. He doesn't. My know name is fuck Nick. I am, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, but I would do the same thing. Like if I there's times where I'm like, I met the dude four times. I'm like, fuck, I forgot your name. I'm sorry, bro. You know. Yeah, but yeah. own it. Yeah, yeah. I don't own yeah. it. Of course, you know. Yeah. And then there's dudes like, dude, like Butch. He fucking remembers everything. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I talked about the story. Like where I was at Fred Hall, and I'm like, we finished the podcast, and I. Went to say what's up, and he fucking was like, hey, Nick. You know, I'm like, oh, fuck, you remember my name. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. and people are shocked by that sometimes, you know, when fucking. Yeah. But cool. the, the bottom line is I just want to make good baits, yeah. make good memories for people who are making baits and stuff like that. I think you are. I think you're doing so, a good job. Um, where can we get your baits at, Paul? Uh, com. Um, and Slaunch Mob, promote that. I hope uh, there's more to come and we could promote that. Yeah, there more. is. Um, there's, a, there's a few designs on the way, um, and then I'll just keep making designs um, and try to promote that um, as they come. So, All right, awesome. I mean, if anybody has, like, you know, ideas, I mean, you can always bounce them off me. Oh, I got a shitload. So oh, do you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. We'll slide, metal, like, slide into my DM. Stuff. Oh, I'll slide <laughs> in there. Hey, uncircumcised and all. Head first. <laughs> All <laughs> uh, oh, right, boy, to promote? boys in the hood over here. <laughs> I mean, just support those Piz. that support you. You know. Hey, what about that fucking bait company that came in here? Should we support <laughs> him now? Daniel. 
Yeah, he's of course. Demiki, you know what? Demiki's always, you know, that when I was painting baits, uh, they asked me to paint some baits for their catalog. You know, we talked about it Which last time. Which is so time. cool. Like, that's yeah. awesome. They're still in their catalog, and it's really, you know, it's really cool to see. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, they have good pros on staff, I believe. You know, and um, really. Daniel is actually how I met Paul. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, yeah. You knew Daniel before? Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, Daniel's been a, I wish he'd come on. He's been a big supporter of the podcast. He's a good buddy. Yeah. He's been a very uh, big help, you know? Yeah, he's a Until good Until you live close to him and he asks you to move a couch. That's no good. Only yeah. a couch? That's nothing. Oh, it was the worst. I'm not even going to tell the story. <laughs> so. It's so fucking heavy. <laughs> but uh, you know, that, that, that's one company I wish I could get Daniel. I know he doesn't want to come on, but that I always support is Demiki. Yeah. And then Demiki, well. Paul, yeah. um, Mark with Neff Customs. Yep. Yeah, Neff um, is good. Gilbert, you know, I talked to him quite a bit. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure I'm forgetting some people, but those are the ones that are, you know, constantly in yeah. the circle. Yeah, I use the Neff. I use the Neff rods. I use the F5 rods. I think I think both are, are really good. Um, nice. I have F5 travel rods. I did a signature series rod. Oh, no way. A travel rod, yeah. Fuck so yeah, dude. I like to, uh, when I go to travel, I like to be able to fish. You know, and bring bring a rod. It's really hard to bring like a huge rod tube on a plane. Oh, fuck yeah, dude! So, it's super expensive now too. Yeah, yeah. I shipped an eight foot rod, and I was like, "That much money? Mm-hmm. It's like eight it's crazy. something, eight two or eight three? Yeah, anything over eight like, foot. It's like a hundred and forty bucks. I'm yeah. like, fuck mm-hmm. me, dude. Yeah, yeah, not doing that again. So, <laughs> one of the last question that someone wanted to ask that I wanted to touch was, uh, what is my favorite lure to make and fish? Um, and the Shadley two is probably my favorite. So you have I, that on how a percentage? How much of the time do you have that tied? I have it tied on every time. Really? Yeah, every time. I'll start with it. Yeah. So confidence bait for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess it just it also just depends. You know, like obviously dead heat of summer. I'm probably mm-hmm. going to start with like a you know top water. Yeah. Like a beast wake in the morning or something like that, or a rat or something. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's. That's probably one of my favorite lures to make is the Shadley too, just because, uh, you know, the, the Shadley was probably like the third bait that I had, had made. It went like the drift and then it went, did it go drift Shadley beast or did it go drift beast Shadley? I'm not sure. I yeah. mean, you would know more than me. <laughs> Dude, I had a head injury, so I can't, I can't remember. Either way, those three. Yeah. In, so, in a, yeah. Order. So, you know, the, when I discontinued the original one, you know, and I made the new one, um, I made it as a limited edition and I put side fin, like soft side fins on it and everything else like That's that. Cool, and then man. I just got like, I kept getting hung up on it and I'm like, you know what? It just like, I just can't have these side fins on. Like it just doesn't work. Like hooks. Get yeah, mine works. Yeah. Yeah. Hooks. Yeah. His works really yeah. good. <laughs> I got a, I got a double on his last summer on the Shally. Yeah. The Shally Ellie. Wow. Yeah. Fuck. So basically I took that bait. I filled in all the holes, uh, the, the fin slots and everything else like that. Sanded it down smooth. And I made it into what is now the Shadley 2, and it's probably, I think it's the best glide bait on wow. the market. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, we can put it head-to-head with anything, and, and I've had people tell me that that they just don't put anything else on because that they're spoiled by that bait. Yeah, yeah. You know, so. Um, but my favorite uh, color to paint uh, is probably bluegills just because there's so much intricate. Like, yeah. I recently did a, that Star Wars drop, and I painted a Boba Fett theme uh, bluegill, and it's yeah, like dude. it's my favorite. Yeah, it's my favorite one I made. So I I made myself one in a glide, a wake, and a beast mode. Oh fuck yeah! So dude. yeah, don't get nice. jealous. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. 
Well, fuck. Uh, thank both of you guys for coming back on again. Big for supporters. Sure, of course. I appreciate that. Yeah. At the time. So uh, thanks for coming on, guys. Thank All right. You. Awesome.